honeymoon. The honeymoon, honeymoon. Keep it shining in June. Keep it shining in June. Your silvery beams will bring love's dreams. We'll be cuddling soon. By the light of the Welcome to Kids and Their Dog, a Scooby-Doo movie review and recap podcast. I'm your Hanna-Barbera talking animal, Cassidy, and my pronouns are she and they. I'm Lava, they, them. And we have a returning guest for the first time in a while. Uh, please reintroduce yourself as you would like to be reintroduced. Uh, hi, I'm Jake, he, him. Thanks for having me back. Yeah. yeah. It's been a very long while, hasn't it? It's, it's been I, uh, about two years. It has, okay, I was I was gonna say it's been it's been a grip because uh, I lived in a different state then, so it's been over nine months, <laughs> uh, minimum. <laughs> yeah. And, well, there's been an entire pandemic since then too. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. yep. Uh, but I'm excited. I uh, I forgot how much I like the cast. How how somehow <laughs> they're very likable. Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm pretty excited. Yeah. I I wish. Uh, they got to do more in this one. I was I was yeah. thinking the same. Uh, th- there definitely could have been a lot more movies after this that they just um I guess decided against entirely after this one. Well, kind of. I I I think that they didn't do as much in this movie alone. Yeah, there wasn't much featured true. for them. I can see why this movie did not get them to greenlight more movies. Yeah. Um. The shame that that is. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, But before we can get into any of that, I should have checked to see if there was any news. Um, So I'm going to do that real quick by just typing in Scooby-Doo into Google. (laughs) (laughs) Should be pretty good, whatever you get, I bet. If there's anything. Sort by date. Uh, Let's see. Um, Top six ways Warner Brothers World Abu Dhabi will knock your socks off. Hmm. Um, well, that's, that is, could be news, yeah. There's the Scooby-Doo monster truck is back in Jacksonville. Okay. Good to see that the the monster truck uh, community <laughs> is thriving in this pandemic. Yeah. Um, yeah, there's not really uh, any news, it seems. Okay. Oh, did Sword and the Scoob actually come out? Oh, yeah, I just saw someone post a review. That was another thing in the news section that I just saw was that someone posted a review on that. Gotcha. What is what is this? I've never heard of it. It is the Scoob. newest um, Yes, so Scooby-Doo it's movie. the most recent Scooby-Doo movie. It came out last month. We've been uh, following its release schedule for about a year now. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> when uh, it was when just a rumor. A rumor came out. Yeah, it was a rumor about what if Scooby-Doo was in King Arthur times. Okay, yeah, of course. Uh, and then they finally, I was like, well, they announced a movie since then, so maybe that was just, like, a rumor that never came of anything. And then, like, the next month they were like, actually, no, it's real and it's coming. And it's time travel! <laughs> There's time travel in it. 
Oh, so it's not just like yield and Scooby Doo. No, Scooby Doo does a Ninja Turtles three and goes back to King Arthur time. Heck yeah, yeah. Scooby Doo nice. and Shaggy eat a big sandwich with King Arthur. <laughs> of course, <laughs> I'm very uh, excited so to watch it and see what it's about. Yeah, well, we'll be getting there in about December. Yeah, <laughs> nice. Which is uh concerningly close. Yeah, it, it seems to sneak up on you, no matter how far away you think it is. Yeah. Well, it's also like that is currently the last movie on our list, so <laughs> we've got a very um, narrow short time frame. Yeah. Oh gosh. Yeah, we're we've we've been eating through all of these movies. Yeah. Which is um, wild to think about. Yeah. Uh, all right. Uh, so let's. I guess in that case, we'll start digging into some of these questions we have here. Uh, people can send them to us on Twitter at kids and their dog. I normally put out a post w- between a week and 24 hours before the episode's <laughs> being recorded. <laughs> um, we got our first one in here from Tanner at Sparky Upstart. Current display name Operation Tanner Drive. <laughs> the world's only Operation uh, Overdrive fan, Tanner. Yeah, I mean. That could be true. I don't actually know anything about Operation Overdrive and where it stands. Me either. All I know is that the theme song is bad and that Tanner seems to really like it. So I'm excited about it when we get there. (laughs) All right. Their their first question here is a bit of a long one. Uh, Scrappy is often blamed for a decline in quality that coincided with his arrival, but was more due to the creators running out of good ideas. If the creators had managed to be more original around that time, do you think his reputation would have suffered as much? So I think this is uh, a misconception of a thing that I have told Tanner previously. (laughs) Uh, On the last Near If episode we went on, or maybe, no, it wasn't even the last episode. It was the first episode uh, where I just like explained how Scrappy-Doo gets a bad rap because uh, Scrappy's introduction actually saved the franchise okay Um, for a bit and then they just sort of overdid it i think is what happened Mm. yeah um so i think what would have happened in an ideal world with scrappy Doo is that scrappy Doo would have come in um you know would have saved the franchise for a bit they wouldn't have just started cutting the rest of the cast off (laughs) that yeah (laughs) Yeah, that that would be a pretty big problem um to to have yeah, because like uh, around like thirteen ghosts, it was the cast consisted of uh, Shaggy, Scooby, Scrappy, Daphne, and Flimflam. <laughs> yeah, I remember. I remember watching that when I was a kid, and like Daphne was there. And other than like Shaggy, because him and Scooby are a package. Can you can you imagine how wild it would be if there was just a Scooby Doo movie without Shaggy in it? That would be weird. Um, I mean, this like... was a Scooby Doo movie that almost didn't have Scooby Doo in it. Yeah, I, there's a part at the end where it's like, did they forget to put Scooby Doo in? They're like, no, he's right over here. Don't worry about him. And I was like, no, okay, he's gonna cool. save the day. Don't worry. Yeah. <laughs> um, but like, Daphne was in Thirteen Ghosts, and I was like, okay. And then that was it. And I was like, what happened to Fred and Velma? Are they okay? Like, is, is everything? Oh, okay? uh, they were apparently at summer camp. Ah, okay. Uh, well, good thing Acor- we got according to the sequel though. movie. Oh, gee, that I haven't watched yet. It, isn't that recent? Didn't that like just? come out yeah Uh, 2019 a couple years ago yeah that's recent Um, that counts yeah (laughs) relatively recent we'll be getting there this summer nice yeah with a franchise that spans so long it's that's recent right right yeah yeah. more recent than the 13 ghost tv show yeah Mm -hmm. 
I'm really worried about it because it came out around the same time as the uh, the Zombie Island sequel movie that was bad. Ew. Oh no. Well, maybe you'll get lucky and they put all their good energy into the 13 Ghosts movie. <laughs> I mean, I mean, we've seen that before where there is a spance of time where there certain movies are either at the very top of our list or literally at the bottom. And they they all occurred within like three years of each other. Yeah. So it's like There's a big range of quality. Yeah. Wow. It just depends. All right. Um. But yeah. So I think uh I think they could have because like Scooby Doo just sort of disappeared for like a good twenty years before coming back. Um. Like I think it was a pup named Scooby Doo was in the eighties and then it just stopped until Zombie Island came out. Was the pup named Scooby Doo that old? I thought, that was, I thought 90s. that was like yeah, I thought that was like new in the nineties. But I might it might have just been reruns because Scooby Doo they're like yeah. you can you can find Scooby Doo on any channel at any given time, especially back then. Like Boomerang was basically the Scooby Doo channel for a while. Yeah, literally. Uh, okay, it, we're both right. It started in the 80s. It started yeah. in eighty eight and ended in ninety one. Okay, so it was reruns. It was, gone and it was gone for most of the 90s. Yeah. Okay, yeah, that, that makes sense. That time period was a lot of reruns of stuff that had just ended, I feel like. Because some of my favorite cartoons were reruns. Yeah. Because I wasn't even born in 91. <laughs> um, I was uh, a, a young baby. I was like two, depending on which half of the year, in 91. And I definitely was not watching Pup Named Scooby-Doo until I was... At least like eight or nine, so it was definitely in rerun territory by then. Yeah, yeah. I, I wasn't born in ninety one, and I, I did watch the show on television. So. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Gotta love those reruns. Yeah, there's uh the Nickelodeon show um Salute Your Shorts only had like two seasons, and it was like thirty episodes total. But you would have thought it was on for ten years of because of how often it was replayed on Nickelodeon. <laughs> I'm trying to think, I, what other shows were popular during the 90s that they could have had, like, a Scooby-Doo version of? Because my brain doesn't know any shows from the 90s anymore. Um, I mean, all, like, all of my night. I for the most part, I watched a lot of Power Rangers in the 90s, and that was pretty much it. <laughs> but, like, when the, like, the cartoon cartoon era kind of popped yeah. off, you know, with, like, uh, like, Powerpuff Girls and Dexter's Lab and Cow and Chicken and all those. Like, I'm amazed yeah, there was not name... like a new Scooby Doo show for that. That seems wild thinking about it. Yeah, I mean, I guess like a pup named Scooby Doo, like the reruns of that kind of fit in that same vibe. Yeah, it's like I'm trying to think of how you would do a Scooby Doo show in that style. That's not just pup named Scooby Doo. Right. I think, I think the thing is that because Hanna Barbera was its own thing. Like, didn't they just have their own television show, basically? Uh, so, like, Hanna-Barbera was, I like, they were used as, like, the basis for what Cartoon Network started with. Yeah. yeah. Like, a lot of, uh, Cartoon Network started with, like, five things and then filled in the rest with Hanna-Barbera. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then cartoon, uh, cartoon stuff happened. Yeah. And it kind of just blew up. Um, but the reason why I've mentioned is because I feel like... They wouldn't have found it necessary because they had such a large backlog of everything yeah. that they could just rerun and not worry right. about creating new content of old characters. When did that Goosebumps show start? Goosebumps? Wasn't that, that, that had to be like 90, 94, 95-ish, I think. 
95. I never watched it because I am a weenie. <laughs> well, I was trying to imagine a world where we got like a mid 90s live action Scooby Doo TV show. Oh, that would be great. With, like, with the uh, the special effects budget of a Goosebumps. Of like a Goosebump or an Animorph kind of <laughs> special yeah. effects yeah. budget. Yeah, that would be Did Animorphs good. ever get a TV show? It yes, did. it did. <laughs> There's a live action TV show that ran for one season, and it is it it's trying its hardest. Yeah, it just the, doesn't have the money the, to do what it wants. The special effects suffered from a lack of budget. I remember that. Yeah, there was a um, I think it was the like Visser three, the 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 big bad guy. Like there was a point where they literally just had like a puppet, like a stuffed puppet of him that they would just like put close to the camera and mm-hmm. be like. Here he is. And everyone's like, that's a puppet. <laughs> I'm a child, but you cannot fool me with that. Yeah, it's like, sometimes when it comes to that kind of thing, it's obviously um, Muppet level of puppetry isn't not necessarily going to be, in, in, isn't going to not cost money. Yeah. But I feel like you could get a lot out of a really good puppet. And you don't necessarily have to hide the fact that it's a puppet yeah you just gotta pretend it's like kermit the frog is a real frog you know right (laughs) kermit the frog's just a real frog it's it's like you gotta lean into it sometimes um okay a live action scooby-doo with a puppet scooby-doo like with a puppet scooby mm -hmm. would just be like blues clues Mm. um yeah it would have that yeah except it would would be more uh goosebumps slash are you afraid of the dark level yeah, that would be pretty I good. I'm kind of mad this doesn't exist like, now. Thinking I was about just it. thinking, "Are You Afraid of the Dark?" was the the TV show that I was thinking of earlier when I said I was a weenie. I yeah, felt I, like it was extremely popular. It was, yeah. It was. And it was. It ran for like six seasons, which is like yes. kind of wild for a, a Nickelodeon show at that time. Yeah. I- Seriously. I feel like uh, if you wanted to aim it for a higher thing and try to hit that Goosebumps uh, demographic. Mm-hmm. Scooby would just be a real dog that doesn't talk, but has like a lassie level intelligence. I could see that. Yeah. the The other option is he is but it's a real dog time... that does talk, and you have just like a voice going over, but the dog doesn't move its mouth or anything. <sighs> oh yeah. yeah. It's bound. Um, there was a TV show about a kid who got turned into a dog. I don't remember. Uh, One Hundred Good Deeds of Eddie McDowell. One Hundred Deeds of Eddie McDowell. Yeah. Yeah, and. They had that over the voice, because there's nothing I hate more, and everything is a culprit nowadays because of this, is I hate real animals moving their mouths to speak. Please just homeward bound it. Please, I am begging you, just make it a homeward bound situation. It's so much less uncanny, and it makes more sense. And it's just, uh, anyway. Sorry, I can I go on agree. and on. I fully agree. Yeah, I definitely uh, haven't watched half the shows y'all have mentioned. That's okay. I barely heard of them. Uh, I mean, honestly, most of the things I remember from childhood, I've seen like once or twice. Um, or at least that's what my memory of them are. Because mm. my memory is Swiss cheese. Anyways, we got a second question yes! from Tanner. Yeah. Oh, anyway. Tanner, to answer your, to answer your question, um, they've every time that like any TV show has always added like a new kid brother character, it's always received poorly. So I don't think it would have helped, even if it would have handled it good. 
It's um, also, it's so wild that it turned so fast on Scrappy. Yeah. Because Scrappy was beloved for, like, years. And then yeah. suddenly everybody was like, actually, screw Scrappy Do. Well, yeah, I feel like, I, I don't know when that happened, because I liked Scrappy as a kid. And then, was like, the everyone was like, oh, Scrappy. Scrappy's. I guess it might have been the movie. Yeah, when, no, it, it was definitely guy. before the movie because the movie was playing on that trope. Oh, okay. It was like on message boards in the '90s. People were like, "Man, Scrappy Doo sucks." I don't. I don't know what to. I don't know what yeah, to do about it's that. Yeah, so weird. Because because I know adults uh, tend to really dislike the kitty kind of characters with the yeah. high, higher voices because they tend to get very annoying, especially if they're. Uh, very frequent in a show. So mm-hmm. maybe it's a situation where kids who did like Scrappy grew up and then watched it again with their kids being like, wait a second, this guy's annoying. I don't know. Uh, the way you make Scrappy uh, not be viewed poorly is if you kept him around. If if Scrappy-Doo had a character in a pup named Scooby-Doo. Yeah. He yeah. Been like a little baby puppy, though. <laughs> he would have been like that Jill been, from okay. Rugrats. But the thing is, is baby characters are, like, super popular, which is why a pup named Scooby-Doo was a thing. I feel like if they had just put Scrappy-Doo as a little tiny puppy, that would have been a very positive way they could have done it. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. You barely need to change the voice. Yeah. I'm thinking about baby tiny Scrappy-Doo and a pup named Scooby-Doo, and I'm going like, oh my god, that would have been adorable. I think it would have been good. I think it would have been good. Anyway! Anyways, the second question. Yes. <laughs> uh, what playbooks would each Mystery Inc. member pl- uh, choose in masks? Um, I can tell you which playbook they'd each maybe be. I don't know what they choose. They're individual people. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I want to make this fast so I don't know how much... Uh, <laughs> Either of you know about the tabletop system Masks a New Generation? I've played it once and I enjoyed it, but I don't remember like anything about it. So Yeah. I feel like this question came in because it's March and Tanner has heard me and Charlie talk a lot about March Maskness, which is a Twitter event that's happening. It's just like a bunch of crossovers between mass actual play shows. Alright, uh so Shaggy and Scooby would be together in the Beacon playbook because Shaggy takes the move that lets you have a dog. Um, Obviously. Let's see. Velma would be, I don't know, probably like the brain. That's a playbook that's smart. (laughs) Um, Let's see. Daphne, it's a little bit harder. I feel like depending on which one you like, which version of Daphne you're looking at, it could be like the legacy or the protege. Uh, and then Fred is so boring that it's hard for me to pick one. <laughs> yeah, poor, is, poor Fred. Is is there just like a like a the guy playbook where you're just like a guy? You're just like a regular person. Uh, <laughs> that that's it. That's the beacon. That's the one oh, that I picked dang. for Shaggy because it can get a dog. Okay. <laughs> if it if it couldn't have gotten a dog, I would have picked something else for everyone else and uh, made Fred the beacon. Fred would be running the game then. Hmm. Or maybe Fred would be the Janus, which is just like your your Spider Man. I have to wear a mask so no one knows my identity type. Mm. Yeah, I think I think that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, if Scooby Doo was playing and got to have a character sheet, Scooby would be the Nova because they just have like god level powers. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Uh, and that's it. That's the answers to this question. 
Um, Tanner's last question is, we know Fred loves the Ascot 5, but which band CD does he have hidden under his bed like porn? Uh, Nine Inch Nails, and he doesn't even really like them. Uh, He just got it to impress some people at school and doesn't want his parents to find out about it. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Uh, Let me see what I have in my Spotify list that I could uh, reference. I wouldn't be able to answer this question. I don't know bands. I also don't really know bands. That's why I'm having to go into Spotify. Yeah, uh, that's why I Spotify gives me active. a randomized playlist, <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, oh, this lo- sounds good. Let me save this, and that's that's the extent of that's how the, I the listen. The entire exchange between yeah. you and, and Spotify. Yeah. Uh, he has a copy of the Tony Hawk soundtrack <laughs> underneath his pillow. Oh well, yeah. Well, the Tony Hawk soundtrack rules. So yeah, that's a good call, Fred. Yeah. Yeah. But he doesn't want people to know that he's into ska. For some right, reason. right. Of course, that would be embarrassing. <laughs> yeah. Instead, he listens to uh, barbershop quartets, quintets. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which right. mood? Uh, we got. <laughs> uh, so our next question here is from Crest at Fantasy Crest. Since we're doing a curse topic this time, let's go more magical. And what sort of magic user each member of the gang would be? Uh, and for the heck of it, let's include other cast members like Flim Flam and Scrappy. Okay, I, we can't include Flim Flam because I still don't know anything about Flim Flam. <laughs> um, Velma's a wizard, obviously. They they do book learning mm-hmm. to get their spells, so that I think that makes the most sense there. Mm-hmm. Uh, this podcast has gone on record and said that Shaggy would be a sorcerer. I agree. Um... I think Fred would probably be like a cleric or a paladin type, you know, mm-hmm. like, yeah, I could see Fred as a paladin. For like sure. a, one of those lawful good types. Yeah. I think Scooby would be a druid and it, it, the secret would be that he, uh, Scooby was a human that got turned into a dog that can still talk and isn't just a dog that can talk. And that would be the, the big reveal of whatever that campaign was. Hmm. As long as he's not that nightmare human in that one movie. Oh, yeah. Uh, that was um, that was the one with the circus. Yeah. That I don't Did Scooby get turned into Big a Tom. human in a movie? It was like uh, a nightmare? So, yeah, Shaggy oh. had a nightmare Yikes. sequence where Scooby turned into a human. <laughs> yeah, it was not <laughs> that fun. That sounds unsettling. <laughs> I don't know what Daphne would be. Um... Oh, good. Just typing in human Scooby gives you the image. Oh, boy. So I can curse Jake real quick. Cool, 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 cool. <laughs> there you go. Oh, that, yeah, that's unsettling. Yep. <laughs> yeah. It makes he perfect like he's sense. He's like 20 years older than the rest of the gang. Yeah, well, I mean, you know, dogs age faster, so. Oh, maybe no. <laughs> maybe that's what they're going for. I don't know. I don't like looking at that. Um,. Yeah, I can get rid of it. Woof. That is, that is, that is, uh, yeah, I can imagine that lot. sneaking up on you in a movie. That would be shocking. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Daphne's a bard. Oh, yeah. I could see that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. All right. Um, we have a last set of questions here from Charlie at magical underscore pride on Twitter. Uh, if you cursed someone, what would you curse them with? Stepping on a Lego. Oh. That one's my favorite one. It's just like that joke. I hope you step on a Lego that I see all the Every time. Every sandwich on. they eat is a little too dry. Oof. Oh yeah, that's a that's a good curse. Uh, I would I would do um, 
all of your socks have holes right where your big toe is. Ooh, I hate that. Yeah, because <laughs> it's really annoying. It really is. Alright, uh, so our next question is, do you think the live-action movies have improved from the first one? <sighs> I don't think so. I think this one is a, a marked decrease in quality compared to the last one we watched, which was pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, I enjoyed this one, but I'm I'm pretty easy on, like... It, maybe I was just excited that it was under an hour and a half long, and that that was really nice. <laughs> it's so oh, secret is it's actually longer than every other Scooby Doo movie we watched. <laughs> really? Yeah. Most most every direct to DVD Scooby Doo movie is about an hour and seventeen minutes long. That's wild. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Also, the first live action Scooby Doo movie is like extremely good, so mm-hmm. it's kind of it's kind of hard to improve on that. I mean, they're all about, like, the same level up until this one, which I think just dips down a bit lower. Um, Daphne and Vilma came out after and goes a little bit higher up. Yeah. Um, compared to this. Oh, yeah, definitely. I still haven't seen that. I definitely should, though. It's fun. It's, yeah, it's a real fun, like, look at what a Scooby-Doo movie can be without either Scooby or Shaggy or Fred. Okay. Mm-hmm. With just two of the characters, but, like, still having the right energy. Right. It's a f- they have a fun dynamic. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this last question is, have you ever held a summer job as a teen? Uh, no, I had to watch my little brother no. over the summers. So I never had a summer job until I was uh, graduated from high school. Same. Uh, I did some volunteer work one summer with my father at a... Um... Well, let me find the exact phrasing on what it is called. <laughs> It sounds like it is some sort of tax shelter now that you've said that. No, it's... I don't want to use the wrong word. Okay. Um, Let me just read this blurb, and then I'll leave it at that. Okay. Uh, The place that I worked services the health and educational needs of children aged 5 to 21 who have traumatic brain injury, cerebral palsy, autism, learning disability, and other congenital disabilities. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah, that makes sense that you would would try to find what the uh, 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 umbrella term for that is and not be able to... Yeah. find one yeah. yeah a lot of different um, things in there yeah mm-hmm. it was a fun time I, it wasn't really a job though i didn't get paid for it ah. but right i got to wear a bunch of scrubs and let me tell you something scrubs are comfortable <laughs> nice um all right that's that's it for our questions um so uh i guess that leaves me to talk about the movie yeah <laughs> so <laughs> no we, ha- we have watched <laughs> scooby-doo curse of the lake monster it premiered on October 16th, 2010. That's not true of this movie. Let me get rid of that trivia blurb. That's from the last movie. <laughs> um, it was written by Danielle and Stephen Altair. <laughs> but like not like the Assassin's Creed. Not Assassin's Creed. Okay, I was about to ask. It's spelled A-L-T-I-E-R-E. Okay. Uh, directed by Brian Levant and produced by Brian Levant and Brian Gilbert. I'm featuring not Brian David Gilbert, that no. would be bananas. <laughs> not, I don't believe so, because I feel like he's 27 now, so that would have he would have been a teenager at that time. <laughs> yeah. Uh, featuring the live action talents of Robbie Amell as Fred Jones, Haley Kiyoko as Velma Dinkley, Kate Melton as Daphne Blake, Nick Pilatus as Shaggy Rogers, 
Frank Walker as the voice of Scooby-Doo, Ted McGinley as Uncle Thorny, Richard Mole as Elmer Uggins, Nichelle Nichols as Senator, just as Senator, no name, just Senator. <laughs> just, just Senator. Uh, Marion Ross as Hilda Trauberg, and Beverly Sanders as Wanda Grubwort. Oh, is that the, the old lady at the gas station? It was Marion Ross? Yeah. I thought I knew her from somewhere, and I, <laughs> I was going to look it up, but then I didn't. That She was the mom on Happy Days. Oh. Oh. I, I knew she looked familiar. I think the thing that always throws me off when I look at the casting for uh, the direct-to-DVD live-action ones is that Fred is played by the brother of CW's The Green Arrow. Yeah, he's uh, Firestorm. <laughs> yeah. Um, I forgot that Haley Kyoko was Velma, and uh, let me tell you, I feel like she is too good as Velma. I feel like she's like <laughs> the spirit of Velma Dinkley from Scooby-Doo the Cartoon Show possessed <laughs> Haley Kyoko's body to play this role, because she is really good as Velma. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so this movie is also known as Scooby-Doo 4 or Scooby-Doo 4 Curse of the Lake Monster. I don't know who calls it that, but that's what yeah, Wikipedia I says. I don't know. I feel like that's the person who calls it that wrote that on Wikipedia and it's nobody else that calls it that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I got some other trivia. I'm going to just get out of the way now so I don't have to bring it up later. Okay. Uh, although the gang presumably goes to the same high school as in the, the last one that they were in. Uh, it's a completely different building. However, since we don't know how much time has passed between the two movies, it's possible that the old building was destroyed and a new one built. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. It is possible. Such a wild way to phrase this piece of trivia. Uh, that that's like a like a, like an IMDb like it's under goofs, but then someone's like, maybe it's not a goof. Maybe it's <laughs> wild maybe it's mass guessing. Lore. Yeah. Yeah. It was either in IMDb or the Scooby-Doo wiki. I don't remember where I grabbed these from. Um, the giant check that we'll see at the end of the movie. Uh, I wrote it down in my notes, but it is from the Bank of Hanna-Barbera. <laughs> okay, nice. Uh, and during the rap part of Scared With You, Fred holds some DVDs. <laughs> Among them are Scooby-Doo, The Mystery Begins. Scooby-Doo Goes Hollywood. Scooby-Doo meets Batman, and what's new Scooby-Doo Volume 7 goes on the go. <laughs> wow. What a strange saw... collection of films and, and shows to have. I saw this piece of trivia, and I was like, oh, I'm going to have to keep an eye out for that. And then when it happened, it happened so fast that I'm like, how did this person like pause and find out what movies those were? <laughs> they downloaded the movie and frame-by-framed it in like iMovie or something. <sighs> Because that is one I mean, line really quick. I mean, I will say, as I have it up right now, because I was curious, is that it's prominent. It's right there. So mm-hmm. even if it were a blurry you just image. You have to pause it. Yeah, you yeah. have to pause it. If it were a blurry image, you would be able to tell. Okay. Uh, the, the odd one out there is Scooby Ghost Hollywood, because <laughs> that like, the rest of them are like, yeah, people who like Scooby-Doo would probably have those. Yeah. Scooby-Doo Goes Hollywood is the very first Scooby-Doo movie and was bad. Yeah. <laughs> uh, anyways, that's all of the trivia that I wrote down. I can't wait to talk about that rap part and how I think that that's why they didn't get another movie. <laughs> it's because that was so bad that everyone's like, we don't want to see any more of this, actually. Uh, there's a lot of weird musical bits. There are. Uh, I, so, actually, speaking of the musical bits, I'm going to have to pull up the trailer again real quick just to double check how they phrased it. Um, because 
Well, when I went on to Google Play, which is where I rented the movie, um, let me just pull up the page again. The the trailer uh, included a line along the lines of like special musical segments never before seen or something. And I'm like, did they just yeah. not show it when they aired it on TV? <laughs> like, oh yeah, maybe that's it. I don't I don't know. I mean, maybe the end one for sure because I feel like they definitely would have not put that on TV. Possibly because so you've got. I was looking at the release um, details on the wiki. Yeah. And it says original re- release was October 16th, 2010 for TV. And then March 1st, 2011. And then in parentheses, extended on DVD. Yes. Okay. That, that is the sense. phrasing that was used. So that makes sense then that that, that end rap medley would have been a DVD exclusive. Also, you're telling me it took them like six months to put this on DVD? Apparently, <laughs> that's kind of bad. Yeah, I feel like they would like most most like TV movies. They try to like capitalize on right away because they don't like yeah play it a lot. So they you know they have it like yeah. ready to go once it airs. They're like all right, and on Tuesday you can go get it. Wild. Yeah. Uh. So so the movie begins. <laughs> we start with the moon, and there's a title card. And we pan down on the gang chasing someone through a house. We like see the silhouette from the windows outside. It's like a witch or something. And then yeah. Fred just tackles them. There's an unmasking. And the gang, minus Velma, who's notably not there. They're all just like, wait a minute, it's you? And then we cut. Yeah, yeah. and we get a one week late, one week earlier. And at this point, I was like, I, I guess the correct answer of who it was, and I was like, I don't, I don't know. Maybe they're just setting up a red herring. They were not. Uh, no. So stay tuned, everybody. I guess. Yeah. Uh, so uh, Shaggy is too busy watching the clock on the last day before summer break at school because there's like a test going on. I think it's a Spanish uh, test. Maybe. Why would I, you take a test on the last day of school? <laughs> also, not only the last day of school, but like. You know, five, six seconds left on the clock, apparently. (laughs) Which does go backwards at one point. Uh, I think there are a lot of fantasy spots in this movie. So it's definitely um, Shaggy just imagining it. Because it's like, Mm -hmm. there's so many moments in this movie where it's very unreal. And then you find out, oh yeah, it's literally unreal. Yeah, they like later on he'll like smell something and like drift away like in a cartoon, and I was like, if if the the, the actual fantasy spots were like we are in a like a parallel reality for a minute, like if those weren't in the movie, th- this this part alone would be like, oh, you know, things are cartoonier in this one, I guess. I I like the 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 smell one that happens later. This one is like I really just thought they would have left it being real. Um, because, you know, the bell rings, it's summer break time, Shaggy runs out the door, and there's, like, a full-out summer bash happening outside. Yeah. And it's, um, it's like, which yeah. Yeah, kids do kids this. Kids do this. It's not, like, this level, but it's, like, an exaggerated version of what kids do. Yeah, it's yeah. like, I could imagine at the end of, um, school, with, with summer coming up, that there's just a huge... 
like fair thing going on because that literally happens in school granted it wouldn't necessarily happen on the very last day i don't think but it happens but no yeah, like you could have told me that this is real and the move i would have been like okay movie i believe you yeah, um, yeah but I... then they decide to say actually uh oh who we lose uh we lost lava looks like oh no welcome back yep. <laughs> oh, sorry <laughs> Um, yeah, I, I was, like, genuinely surprised when we, like, came out of the, like, fantasy sequence, and I was like, oh, okay, that's setting a weird expectation for the rest of the movie now, I guess. Yeah, because it's just like, I perfectly accepted it, there's just a party, Yeah. and then, yeah. no, it's just Shaggy fantasizing about there being a party for some reason, because he's so excited, I yeah. guess. But also, his shoe is still full of sand. Yeah. Just, like, a lot of sand. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> the, the, I don't know. The movie's like, I, I don't think it's super worried about the uh, the the fantasy versus reality continuity. Uh, it is not. Making, mm-hmm. you know, perfect it's sense. Not. As we find out with um, the antics that Scooby-Doo gets up to. Yes. Uh, so yeah, Velma is the one who snaps them out of their uh, imagination so they can all get ready for their summer job. Um, because they're getting jobs at Daphne's uncle's country club so they can pay old man Frickert for the damage they did to the barn. Uh, we'll go over the damage done to the barn later. <laughs> yeah, I have some questions about that. I'm not an insurance investigator, but I do have some questions about who's liable there um, in, the, uh, in the barn. There's a bit where Scooby has started scrapbooking. It doesn't really come up other than scooby will pull out a camera sometimes yeah like other than the like the end credits where there's like some pictures from the movie and then like some behind the scenes stuff mm-hmm. that like are are played like scooby-doo took them the scrapbooking isn't really a factor like at all it's just like a fun new thing scooby-doo's doing and i thought i was gonna play more and it it did not yeah like uh oh scooby got a picture of this monster when it ha- showed up and we can see in the film that Etc. Yeah. Etc. But uh, nope. Yeah. Um. So we see the mystery machine. I really like how the mystery machine looks in this movie. Mm-hmm. Uh. It, it, yeah. it looks. It looks old. It looks like it was painted ten years ago and then just left out in the sun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So like almost like they just kind of found it. Yeah. Like, yeah. We know they had to paint it after the last movie because in the last movie it was just like a van. Yeah. But. It just it looks old and rugged, and I like that. Confession: I don't remember literally anything from the last movie because it's been uh, two years. They they <laughs> found the van in like the gardener's garage, and Daphne or, or no, maybe it was Vilma made a joke about how many miles it had. I don't remember other than that. <laughs> I, yeah, I I don't remember any of this either. I actually I I I should have looked because I have a question about the last movie towards the very end. I will ask it because I I just could not remember. Um, uh, uh, probably what would have been a major thing in the last movie. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, so they're like, "Hey, where are the others? They were all supposed to meet up." And then Shaggy just opens the door, and Fred and Daphne are in there, uh, making out. Shock. Yep. And th- and they everyone is is aghast. And I was like, "Oh, this is a new development. It did not happen last uh movie." Okay, good to know. Yeah. This this is new for them. <laughs> yeah. That not much comes of that immediately. Uh, they hit the road, and then Shaggy and Delma are like, "Okay, when did this happen?" And now was when we get the the flashback to the barn. 
where a spooky scarecrow scares Daphne out of the loft of the barn and then Fred catches her and then Shaggy lights the barn on fire. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. There is this like glossy shot of her looking up at Fred and it's like it's like a little blurry and there's like Sailor Moon music playing in the background and like the moon's Mm -hmm. there and it's like and they do that a couple times throughout the movie and I do like the like I guess motif of that. Um, Yeah. But other than that, the rest of the scene is Shaggy lighting a barn on fire, and I'm, I'm not sure, like, how or why the fire happened. I feel like I blinked and everything was on fire. Yeah, Shaggy makes a, a throwaway lo- joke of nowhere on those bales of hay did it say flammable, uh, <laughs> which does imply that maybe he had like a gas lantern or something and just dropped it on some maybe. Haystacks. Well, he was running out of the barn with a lantern in his hand, so something happened. Yeah, because I thought like maybe the scarecrow guy lit it on fire, and then wouldn't he be culpable for the damages? But they don't. They, nope, it's definitely their fault, Mystery Inc.'s fault as a group. Yeah, Shaggy specifically is the one who takes the blame, it seems, but yeah, as a group, they are in, in trouble. Yeah, and everyone has to get jobs because of it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Velma's like, okay, but if you two are doing whatever the thing that you two are doing isn't going to just like throw off the entire group dynamic, uh, Shaggy's like, no, it'll be fine. We're all too mature to let that happen. And then he proceeds to get into a slap fight with his dog. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Punch buggy. There's. I I had not thought about Punch Buggy in probably fifteen years uh, until this movie. <laughs> I the way we would play it, it was Slug Bug. Hmm. I, feel I like think we that's played a regional both, thing. Yeah, I feel like we played both variations. I'm up in in the Northeast, and I feel like we um mm-hmm. got both. But Punch Buggy is the one that seems like I I remember more. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, but I say it's a slap fight. It's mostly Scooby just. Beating the ever-loving hell out of Shaggy. Wailing on Shaggy. Uh, Yeah, it was was good. Uh, There's a lot of, like, good little bits like this in the movie. I think the movie has a lot of good, like, jokes in it. Mm -hmm. At at the very least. Um, So we cut to map view as they travel, and Daphne's like, Hey, Fred, uh, where are those directions I asked you to print out? And he's like, we're not lost. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Uh, Remember having to print out directions? Yes. What a time. What a time to be alive. <laughs> Love those map quest sheets. Right. Um, but yeah, so at some point along the way, they're like driving alongside a pier and Shaggy points out a, a boat that's like pink and green and makes a joke about it being the SS Daphne. I here's the, I didn't write down this note originally, but like I knew that because they were lingering on it so long, it wasn't just a joke. Yeah. But I yeah. was like, maybe it is. Maybe it is, and I don't have to write it down. <laughs> <laughs> nope. Foolish. A, fool, a, fool, a foolish guess on your part, Cassidy. So the thing is, like, so Scooby-Doo has done that to me before, where it's like this one-off joke happens, yeah. and because it's just a one-off, like, real quick joke, I don't write it down. Yeah. And then, like, three quarters of the way in the movie, someone will bring it up again, and I'm like, no, you can't do this to me. <laughs> <laughs> How dare you? Um, yeah, so they stop at a place called Trowberg's Gas and Goods for help, because they are definitely lost. Yep. 
Um, Velma, I, this is where we get a good view of Velma socks. I think they're good socks. Mm-hmm. I, did, I did not uh, pick up on the socks. It's just like an orange argyle. Okay. Oh, that sounds cute. Um, so they go out to the, the shopkeep just warns them to stay away from the country club or the lake monster will return and get them. Uh, extremely like horror movie go yeah. back from whence you came kind of thing. Right. Shaggy is freaked out because yes, of course. Mm-hmm. And wants uh, to return. This is also this is also about where I realize like, hey, uh, Nick's going a little hard on the voice cracking. I don't remember it being so like prominent in the first one. Yeah, I, I meant to go back and look at the first <laughs> one and see how Shaggy was played in that, and I never got around to it. Was it this bad? He had the same personality, but I don't think his voice was like this. Yeah, I think he was a lot subtle. Like he did like the the voice, but he didn't do a lot of like the vocal like mannerisms, like the voice cracking and the um, like yeah, you know, all like the the stuttering. I guess like he he went really hard uh, on it this time. I think and I don't do, think he did. Do Do you think I don't know how old Nick was at the filming of these, but do you think maybe it was like a oh. His voice changed in between movies, so now they have to cover it up. <laughs> I don't know. I don't think so. I feel like he his voice should have been pretty settled because, like the the one before it was not like it was like a year or so bef- like that it came out. Right? It, it wasn't terribly long before. Oh yeah, no, he would also be like in his twenties. Apparently, yeah, he yeah, was yeah, in his twenties. So, I mean, I mean to be fair, I'm thirty something, and my voice still cracks sometimes. So like it happens, yeah, but I think not the degree to which he does it in this. The movie. way that I phrased it uh, to Cassidy earlier is that it's a caricature of Shaggy Rogers. Yeah, and yeah. I think the performance suffers for it. Um, there are a other reasons bit. why I don't particularly like this movie, and we'll be getting to that in a moment. Um, <laughs> but his his. His jokes are fine, like, the way he presents jokes, or Shaggy Rogers, but the way he says them, it's so forced that it yeah. it colors the rest of the performance. So I just found it a terrible Shaggy Rogers impression. I think the real problem is that they made him the main character. That too. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't, again, I don't remember the first one. It, it was... Was he was like a more... little main. Ca- he was a little bit of a main character, but it was mostly because it was a mystery incorporated origin story, yeah. right? And it, you know, it, it, like there was like the him and Scooby as a puppy stuff, right? That was yeah. in that movie too. They didn't just do that yeah. for Scoob. And no, I that was in that. that. Okay. Well, Scoob wasn't a puppy in in the first one of these, but there were bits of like that. They, there was. Right. Like, I remember there being this one um, practical effect where they had like some. A Scooby-Doo shaped thing underneath a blanket. Yeah. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. I just I think I think that like, but there was like a lot more like parody as far as like who is the num- who is the mainest character. It was more even in the first one, and this one it's like this is a Scooby movie featuring his or a Shaggy movie featuring his friends. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. But yeah. So Velma was outside the whole time. Has a brochure. It's like yeah, this is a brochure for the country club. So we can get there. And also something about the lake monster of Lake Erie. It's like a tourist attraction. Behind the scenes trivia is that this was filmed in California. Yeah, I I, I, I could kind of tell. <laughs> They're like, it's Lake Erie. And I'm like, I don't think so. Yeah. <laughs> good good try. Uh, yeah, so they get to the country club and we meet Daphne's Uncle Thorny, Thornton, Thornton Blake the Fifth. 
Yeah, it's, for the, it's a country club. For being a rich guy who owns a country club, he seems nice enough, I guess. I was I was almost convinced he was going to end up being the bad guy just because of, like, his, I've seen Scooby-Doo before. Yeah, his attitude. You know, and, yeah, but he was, like, pretty nice, and then I was like, okay, and then he was just, like, pretty nice the whole time. And he yeah. has a really good joke later about when he has to, when he's, like, going to go, quote, like, broke, like the country yeah. club is going to close. <laughs> he's going to go back to like, being a, uh, what was it, playboy? An international playboy. Yeah. And I was like, that's funny. Yeah. That's a good joke. Um, and, and then he was just, like, a guy the whole time. And I was like, oh, okay, that's nice. That's kind of a nice twist, I guess. Yeah, and he yeah. just gives them a check at yeah. the end of the movie. <laughs> he didn't have to do this. They kind of just did it for him. And he was like, hey, thanks for helping me out. Here you go. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So he, he's like, "All right, uh, settle into your bunks because your shifts are going to start at six a.m." Which okay. So Shaggy makes a joke like, "There's a six a.m." And I swear that this is a joke that happens in another Scooby Doo movie with Shaggy. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> yeah. I, same. I think it might have been Camp Scare. <laughs> that there, seems like it, a good place to have that joke. Yeah. That would. That would there, fit, yeah. I don't remember. All I know is that. Um, I think the joke might have been along the lines of like, or it might have been in a two different movies, and one of them being like, <laughs> "No, Velma, there's no such thing as a five a.m." Yeah, that sounds about right. <laughs> uh, anyways, um, uh, so they're they're unloading the van. Uh, Shaggy falls off the mystery machine he, while trying to unload a very heavy bag. No, it's a heavy uh, bag of Scooby snacks. Mm-hmm. It's an entire <laughs> like snacks. you know those big um Costco yeah, bags pound bag. of dog yeah. food bigger than that. It's like a duffel bag size. It's like a, yeah, it's like a steamer trunk full of Scooby snacks. It's huge. Yeah, it's hysterical. Um, but then he proceeds to trip and fall off the the van, and Velma catches Directly him. Into Velma's arms. It's it's very obviously green screened, but it's hysterical. Yeah, yeah. There's um, a there's a picture in the credits of how they set the scene up, and there's like two other people propping up Nick in the scene. Oh gosh, yeah. He's sitting. He's on like a bo- like this weird like pedestal that's got some green screen stuff around it, and like there's a a a shaggy body double for when he like falls, I guess. Um, but also, this is the same. They use the same like glossy kind of like looking up romantic shot of Velma when she catches him and I was like okay that's a good callback I guess like that's mm-hmm. fair and this begins the actual plot of the movie as opposed yeah. to what you think the plot would be yeah and here right. proceeds my internal suffering cause I am not yeah. a person who enjoys watching romance especially really awkward romance Ooh, and yeah, this, this entire movie, <laughs> movie is awkward romance and awkward crushes and freaking jealousy plots and i'm just in pain the entire time which no i I will say shaggy's unfortunate acting or voice acting in this case did not help because it's even worse also like did they y'all have watched a lot of movies of of the the scooby variety how often Mm -hmm. do they try to get Velma and Shaggy together. Uh, never in any of the movies. It happened at the in the first season of Mystery Incorporated, but that fell apart because, like, it was like the opposite situation of this almost. In that Velma was really into Shaggy, and then right. in the second season realizes that she's a lesbian. Yeah, there is there is that one. Um, I haven't seen the second season yet, but there is like a panel, like a, a screenshot floating around of her and Daphne in the others like sleep clothes. Yeah. 
And I'm like, oh, so that's what happens in season two. Okay, <laughs> it's yeah. good, to, good to know. You know, it's it's that scene, and then any scene featuring Velma and hot dog water. Right. <laughs> okay. Because uh, I just wonder, I was like, like, I just was wondering if like it was a thing they keep trying to no. do before realizing that it doesn't work, or if this is the movie where they realized we just shouldn't do it. It doesn't really unlike. Work. With uh, Fred and Daphne, which happens pretty frequently, where they're on and off, blah, blah, blah. That just yeah. happens. It's just part of their characterization sometimes when writers don't know what to do with them. Um, right. This is kind of just out of nowhere in yeah. a sense. So, like, the thing is, I don't even hate when this kind of stuff happens in a Scooby-Doo movie. Um, like, I, I have room for it in my life. My problem with it in this movie in particular is that it's the movie. I like a romance plot as a B-plot. I don't like it as the A-plot yeah. in a Scooby-Doo movie. Yeah. The Scooby-Doo movie A-plot should be Scooby-Doo. It should yeah. be the, you know, the concept of Scooby-Doo. Yeah. yeah. But instead, it's not. But actually, because you brought up, um, you know, them trying to hook up. Uh, Shaggy and Velma. In the last movie we watched, it was uh, Shaggy and Velma's sister. Yeah, that's right. Okay. So, <laughs> okay. and the thing is, is that it was okay. It was fine. Okay. She, nice. she was actually a very likable person. I, and she had like the kind of crush on Shaggy of like, it's it's oh, my, friend's... my little brother has a crush on my friend. Yeah, it's, it's right. my friend's kid sister who has a crush on me and I'm not really into this at all. I'm just gonna, you know, <laughs> um, what is the word? Like it's a it's a little reciprocated, but it's slightly. Like Shaggy is cautious. Yeah. Okay. It's yeah. it's fine, and unfortunately, she never returns. Yeah, it was a one and done on that character who was actually very. Yeah, good. and it, oh, it, it's very sad because she had the premise of apparently she went to school for a whole bunch of different things before settling on uh, magic school. And we were talking about last episode is that it would be so funny if she would just randomly show up in other movies with a completely different profession. Yeah, that that would make a lot of sense if she's done it a lot. That would be that would be a funny running joke. But it's it kind of, it's kind of sad. I don't even know who this character yeah. is. It's kind of sad that she doesn't show up anymore. Yeah. yeah. But anyway, um, so it, the possibility of there being a romance, while I don't like it, and I've never liked it. It, it can be fine and done moderately well. This is right. not that I, movie. I, yeah, I didn't even like this one, and I am sometimes a romance fiend. Yeah, I thought it, like, I thought it was, uh, I also, like, I don't, I don't mind watching romance, but, like, awkward, like, not sure what to do romance, it, like, I, the secondhand embarrassment, I can feel it all the mm -hmm. way up to my eyeballs. And like the the date scene later, oh. I was like, "Oh God, <laughs> we need to get out of here, please." I um, have opinions like, on the uh, before the date <laughs> scene happens. There yeah. is I have a I have a I didn't write down like notes like uh, like a like an order of how things go, but I just has like anytime I had like a thought that I like I should remember this, I wrote it down, and I got one about right before the date. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, but like the like the the romance is like like it's it's like awkward and like stilted and definitely forced but like i understand what they're going for at least and like that i can get with but like it just it just doesn't it shouldn't be the plot of a scooby-doo mystery movie yeah this has the plot of a disney channel original movie yeah yeah exactly um but yeah so shaggy drags his and scoop stuff into their room and i want to talk about how small the bunk bed in this room is <laughs> It's a, it's tiny. It's so small. <laughs> it's, 
like Shaggy sits down on it and like his shoulders are pressing the bottom of the of the bed above him. <laughs> like you could not squeeze in there. Are you kidding? It's hysterical. Me? Uh, did, did did Fred get his own room or was he supposed to be the top bunk? We well, never- later we see. I, I think Shaggy and Scooby are sharing this room, and we see Shaggy sleeping on the top bunk or at least sitting on right. it. Right. Okay. So I just presume everybody else got their th- own. There's room. a moment that got gets interrupted. But in between, in the moment of Shaggy is starting to talk to Scooby about his sudden infatuation with Velma, Scooby is looking around the room, and he sees a dresser, and in the background, as Shaggy is starting to talk to him, Scooby lifts up his leg, and then is distracted by Sh- by Sh- Shaggy speaking to him. And I'm like, hmm, interesting decision there okay animators yeah why i didn't even notice that oh it was very quick uh, you know i guess he's a dog <laughs> he's working his territory i don't know that's it was, yeah, it that was very like strange much. yeah yeah um so shaggy's like all right scoob can i have a man to man with you and scooby responds sort of <laughs> yeah well, which is friend. funny <laughs> No, that that's that's a Fred joke. That's him talking to Fred. No, they both make that joke. It's oh, did they both make the joke? Yes. Oh, that's yes. Good. It was so funny. I didn't catch. I didn't catch the Scooby. I thought it was just Fred being like, sort of, because like you're Shaggy. So like, no, no. You know. So the way I'm seeing this, and it's just so funny, because it's like, it makes sense when Scooby says it, because Scooby's a dog. Scooby is not He's a man. A dog, yeah. And then I just love that Fred also says it. Because that's me being like, ah, yes. Uh, gender confusion, huh, Fred? I agree. <laughs> it's, it's, I love reading into this shit like that. Mm-hmm. Mystery Incorporated has several screenshots of Fred saying, I'm not a man anymore. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah. So, yeah, they, uh, they have a talk, Shaggy and Scooby-Doo, and Shaggy's like, yeah, so I think I might have feelings for Velma, and Scooby just busts out laughing. Yeah. <laughs> oh, ear- earlier when uh, like Fred and Daphne were talking about like getting together, like the, you know, it was just meant to be, and then Shaggy's asking Scooby's like, "Do you think me and Velma are meant to be?" And Scooby loses it because like, <laughs> no, <laughs> you're not. And the animators go like so hard in on animating Scooby losing yeah. it too. Yeah. He pulls out like a paper bag to breathe in, and that doesn't even work. It's it's very funny. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, uh, so we cut to the next day, I guess, because um, they're working, and Shaggy, you know, goes to talk to Fred. And is like, "Hey, can we have a man to man?" Fred says, uh, "Sort of." <laughs> <laughs> While they are caddying some people playing golf, mm-hmm. and so you know, Shaggy's like, "All right, so like, I need I need some advice on this kind of thing." And, you know, because you're with Daphne and we, we get a scene here where it cuts back and forth between Fred talking to Shaggy and Daphne talking to Velma. And they both have very clearly different ideas of where their relationship is at. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Daphne's like, oh, it's like a serious, we're like in a committed relationship now. And Fred's like, it's just like a casual summer we're, thing. We're just hanging out. <laughs> we're just hanging out. And this is where I was like, ah, yes. This is the Disney Channel original movie. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I was thinking about this, and it's maybe because it's just because it's a country club scene uh, uh, setting. It's very high school musical. Mm-hmm. 
I have yeah. not seen High School Musical, but it feel it feels like what a little bit I have seen. From there, it. There's, I think it's the third movie, um, where they are working at a country club, and oh, and I'm like, huh. And now that you you bring up the whole like relationship drama, and I'm like, yeah, it's very very uh, Disney original movie because I've seen it before. <laughs> I'm just looking mm-hmm. up when High School Musical three came out to see if this was like, we got to get in on that action. 2008. So yeah, because this is only two years yeah. later, they would have been making it right after that came out. So like, yeah, I can see them going. We got to cash in on High School Musical yeah. three. <laughs> yeah, that that would explain all of the musical numbers. Yeah, for sure. It would, it would explain a lot about this movie for sure. Uh, also, them being it, like I understand, like like from like a filmmaking. Uh, like perspective i understand them like doing it at like a country club because like the country club was probably like shut down for the season like it was probably like late autumn or something when they did this Mm -hmm. so it was like not in use so they could use it for cheaper and that Mm -hmm. makes a lot of sense and also they only had to like worry about one wardrobe for a lot of the movie because like for a not insignificant portion they are just in this like green and khaki like uniform yeah. Um, so I think that would have made like filming a lot of scenes at once uh, much easier. Yeah. Sure. So they all meet up eventually. Daphne's like, "Hey, you're invited to the opening night reception." Fred and Daphne then head to the pool while Shaggy and Velma go look at local nature. You're telling me there's both flora and fauna around here, <laughs> both <laughs> at the same time. That never happens. <laughs> Uh, Velma gives us a bunch of facts about Lake Erie that I didn't think to fact check. I feel like it would have come up if they were wrong. Yeah, I, it, like it, it. It sounds like right enough. Also, this is clearly not a lake. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. clearly not at a lake. Uh, which is just very funny because they go to the beach and there's like these big rock formations. She's talking about how like it grows. So there's like I forget exactly how she says it, but however she says it, uh, Shaggy gets wrong for the rest of the movie, and I thought that was a, a good runner. Um, yeah, the, st- the striated claymations. Yeah, <laughs> and they're like, "What?" And he's like, "There's cliffs under the water, uh, or caves." And so she's talking about that, uh, and like, that's a that's a ocean beach. <laughs> like anyone could tell, that's an ocean beach. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you if you've seen one before, mm-hmm. uh, and then Velma finds a glowing uh, blue rock in the sand. It's a moonstone. They're very rare. Only like five of them are in the original games. <laughs> <laughs> she, better, she better decide which Pokemon she wants to use it on. Yeah. Because you have a Clefairy by now, so you could get a Clefable, but if you wait a little bit, maybe you can turn your Nido, uh, Nidorino into a uh, Nidoking. Yeah. You know? Oh, gosh. Um. So, But yeah, so it's glowing. And then Shaggy's like, I'm going to choose this time to uh, drop a pickup line. And Velma's like, I feel sick. I'm going to throw up now. And he's like, uh-oh. Uh, they, I don't know if the effect was practical or not, but the effect where like the moonstone was glowing and so were her eyes, like it was like reflected off of her glasses, mm-hmm. but it was also her eyes. Was I think that was really well done. Yeah, yeah. It it may it probably like you could do that practical if you had like you know just a light to shine through the rock because it was yeah. pretty like translucent. Yeah, um, but it was it was like a, a good effect. But yeah, she's like I I think I'm gonna throw up, and he's like oh oh okay. Do you need help? And she's like, I'm going to go lay down, actually. Yeah. There is a moment, and I feel I should mention it because it does come up again, where Velma's favorite, like, or Velma sings a song or mentions a song. No. 
That doesn't happen. It doesn't yet. happen yet. I thought it did happen. That no, that happens happen. at the lighthouse. I'm pretty sure. I thought they. I thought she mentioned it now, but yeah, maybe you're right. Maybe it is all at the lighthouse because because it's night when she mentions oh. it. Huh. I could have sworn it happened here, but uh, same. Yeah, I don't no. know. The reason you think it happens here is because it did also happen on the beach. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> that, that and maybe sense. it's because there's a moment where uh, Scooby, while Shaggy is um, speaking highly of Velma, is is uh, playing the violin just yes. randomly. Yeah. So maybe that's what confused you me. Know. Okay. Yeah, I, I, I could have also sworn it was now, but if they're both at the beach, then that's just my brain being like, just smush these parts into one. It doesn't yeah. matter. Uh, so we jump to the reception. The senator's there. <laughs> Senator, Senator. Yeah, she's there. Uh, there's, there's no real purpose for her being there. Apparently, no, they just... he, the, the uncle is a, uh, a big supporter. And that's why yeah. she's there. So... I feel like they just wanted to get Nichelle Nichols in the trailer, so people like who like Star Trek would come watch the yeah. movie. I don't know. I don't understand why. It, the way I could think of it is that maybe it's another sign of the red herring of the uncle being the bad guy. Because oh, maybe yeah, maybe there's something to do with the senator being so important. I don't know. It doesn't come of anything except he's a little annoying no. to her. Mm-hmm. Uh, Velma's still sick, so she's not there. And then a fog rolls into the venue, and the power flickers, and we get a silhouette of a monster outside of the tent. And then it rips open, and it's a big frog. Big boy. And the battle toads attack. Yeah, it's got like vampire fangs. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it just like throws everybody around a lot, which I thought was pretty fun. Like it grabs Uncle Thorny by like the throat with its tongue, and just like throws him into like. A table. I don't know if it was him or Shaggy threw someone into a table that I think just had some empty cups and a couple bottles of ketchup on it. <laughs> um, and then it just some people get thrown into like cake. It's just it's it's just a lot of fun. Like oh, I'm just gonna throw you into a table full of stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, so all the gang go to hide and they all end up under the same table. And then the table gets lifted by the frog. And then Fred just grabs a chair and just breaks it against the frog. <laughs> is is Scooby missing from this scene? Did he like dip? I think he's, he's in the scene, but he doesn't do anything. Yeah. yeah, okay. Because I was, there was a point where I was like, are they trying to be like, oh, Scooby's the frog monster? Because like, I couldn't remember Scooby showing up anytime the frog monster was on scene for like a little while. <laughs> Look, they only had so much animation uh, budget. Computer, yeah. Right. <laughs> right. They only had the one computer. It was made for TV, so like they, <laughs> they don't have a lot to spare. Yeah. We cut to everybody leaving. Yeah, everybody runs off, and then Vilma shows up, and she's like, wow, I must have missed something big. And they're like, yeah, there was a monster. Um, and so the gang's like, all right, it's time to solve a mystery. There's a, like, Uncle Thorny's like, I'm gonna have to close down. Every, like, half the people just canceled their memberships, so, like, if we don't figure out something, like, we're gonna have to shut this down. And then Fred and Daphne and Velma all get this, like, ooh, a mystery look in their eyes, and Shaggy's like, no, no, not here. <laughs> Please don't do this to me. Mm-hmm. That's always that's a fun time when that bit happens. Yeah. I, I like that joke as a recurring yeah. shaggy joke. Because he just wants to have like a normal time. Yeah. You know, like he just wants to have like a chill normal time, but nobody else will let him. Uh, and then uh, let's see. Uh, so Velma's like, all right, we should start with Elmer Uggins, the only person to have ever gotten a photo of the monster. So they drive out to the lighthouse where Elmer Uggins lives. 
Yep. And works also. Fred is very, like, he knocks, but he knocks in, like, a very rude way. Yeah. It's, like, nighttime. Yeah. He knocks in a way that the cops knock, you know? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I kept expecting to be like, all right, well, I knocked three times. Time for me to just kick the door down. I can just go in now, right? Yeah. They split up to search for clues. Uh, Shaggy stops Fred from saying it so he can say it and pair himself off with Zelma. Um, I was really hoping Fred would say he said my thing that I say. (laughs) Also, Shaggy, that's how it usually shakes down anyway, so you would have been fine. Yeah, especially in this movie where they don't want to have Scooby on screen. Yeah, is Scooby in this scene ever? Uh, no. No. Yeah, I I don't think so, which is another reason why I was like, is he the lake monster? What's going on here? Um, uh, yeah. So Shaggy's trying too hard. Velma and is like, "Ah, oh, yes, we're walking in this moonlight." And then uh, Velma's like, "Aha! I'm going to reference the name of this song that is very silly, but is still like a wild reference." Yeah, I like, think it was just because song, they wanted. She says, "Yeah, it's a vaudeville yeah. song." Um, a vaudevillian ditty, <laughs> and it's like it's very random. But I think they just wanted it to be, like, a reference to Moonlight. And also yeah. to then go into a music sequence with Shaggy yeah. fantasizing about singing. I think the aesthetic of this dream sequence is cute. It's like a school play. Yeah. yeah. Um, and, you know, he's just singing by the light of the silvery moon. Um, and then, like, about halfway through, there's a pop rock breakdown. <laughs> and they start <laughs> dancing weird. on the moon. It, it's, yeah, it's that like Velma's an alien. Yeah, yeah. I don't know why they did it. Um, why not? I guess <laughs> they, did it, they did it because High yeah. School Musical. Story. Yeah, you 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 got me there. <laughs> uh, so anyways, back with uh Velma or not Velma, Daphne and Fred. Daphne's like, hey, I think uh, Shaggy has a crush, and Fred's like, I don't know. But then he's like, oh, that would make sense why he talked to me earlier about dating things. Um, also, he had a joke earlier uh, when Fred was like, it's casual. Uh, Shaggy, who clearly didn't understand it, is like, yeah, I get it. You don't want to date a girl during daylight savings. And that doesn't mean anything, but it was very yes. funny to me. Because <laughs> Fred's like, yeah, bud, that's it. <laughs> that's Yeah, it's like, yep, yeah, well, I mean, it's it. just like the summer. It's only going to be casual. Right. <laughs> Um, but, like, Fred, like, vaguely hints at, uh, his advice being, like, oh, just keep it casual. It's not like we're, I'm in a serious thing either. Um, but, like, it's in such a way that Daphne's like, wait, what? And then we cut away. Um, Velma and Shaggy find a frogman in the shadows. Uh, it's, it's definitely just a mascot suit. Yeah. (laughs) It's, yeah. At first I was like, is that what they looked like in the... Like right. when they attacked the reception, and then I was like, no. then in a minute they're like, no, this is totally different. I was yeah, like, okay, because I... the guy falls over. <laughs> yeah, in that very um, mascot wearing way, you know the one. Do, yeah. Okay, my question for you is: Do you think that the monsters are frogs because they found the frog mascot suit, or do you think they had to custom make a frog mascot suit? <laughs> like, if they would have found an old Ninja Turtle suit, would the monsters have been turtle monsters? Is what yeah, you're, yeah. you're saying? I think, yeah, probably. <laughs> Um, I really like this guy, by the way. Yeah, he's he's, he's chill, chill because yeah. he 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 saw that there was a, a a local legend, and was like, you know what would be a great way to make money, and that's literally the plot 
to so many Scooby-Doo plots. And he's just yeah. chill. It's like he's almost retired as a Scooby-Doo villain. Yeah, yeah. and it's not like he's doing anything villainous. He's just taking pictures of himself in his fur. <laughs> Basically, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and I I like when they catch him, he's like, no, oh, you got me. <laughs> he's not like, oh, you kids. He's like, no, I just, I was trying to draw him some business. He literally, like you say, he just, he just explains what would have been a Scooby-Doo episode <laughs> from the 70s. Yeah. He's like, yeah, he's just I, I just wanted to make a couple bucks. Yeah. He sells postcards you know. to uh, the local shops. Yeah. It's like a real Grunkle Stan operation. Yeah. <laughs> Very much Very so. much so. But then he explains the local legend. Yes. Uh, also, he's drinking the world's thickest coffee. <laughs> he, when he explains Oh my it. god. When he pours it, it looks like terrible maple syrup. Such... And he offers some to everyone, and Fred just goes, no! <laughs> <laughs> like, I do not want that, thank you. It's just sludge. <laughs> like, that... That's what they call mud. <laughs> when, when you talk... When you call coffee when, mud, that's Yeah, mud. when you want a cup of mud, it's that. <laughs> That's what rug bat rugrats drink yeah. uh, for coffee. Yeah. Oh gosh. Um, but he's like, yeah, you should probably leave because the real monster, you know, uh, Grub Wirt, a witch by the lake, told the settlers of this area to leave. Um, but then the settlers were like, ah. nah. <laughs> and so she used a magical staff to turn a frog into a monster and terrorize the town. And then the settlers burned her at the stake. <laughs> you know, like you yeah. do. Uh huh. Uh, so, uh, the next day, <laughs> Shaggy is, uh, just writing his name out as Mr. Shaggy Dinkley on a cloth napkin, uh, and then Daphne shows up, so he eats it. Yep. Yep. Which, eating paper is, like, the grossest thing in the world to me, and oh, I, was, no. I was not a fan of him having oh, to do this, that. this wasn't even eating paper. This was a full-on cloth yeah, napkin. Yeah, he could have just oh, torn gosh. off the top bit and then eaten it, but no! It's the <laughs> full thing! Well, he, he can't tear it. It's a cloth oh, was it cloth? Cloth? <laughs> yeah, because he makes the joke. My doctor told me I needed more linen in my diet. Oh, <laughs> that's awful. You know, it honestly, I think what confused me. I bet they used a prop that was paper. Maybe because, like, he, he manages it. To, like, you can see when he's chewing on it, he does like scarf it down. Yeah, yeah, it's bad. Ugh. <laughs> it's, it's rough. Ugh. So uh, she's looking for Fred, who is um, teaching some girls how to putt. And then we see he's doing the like skeezy thing. It's like, ah, oh, yes, let me show you how to putt. Let me just get real close to you from get behind. Right up behind you, yeah, yeah, and wrap my arms around you real close. Uh, and then they like he hugs both of them afterwards and all that. And Daphne's like, hmm, okay, I see what's happening here. Is this when she like confronts him about it, and he mentions that it's just casual? Uh, not like so. yet. Like, because she's I know like, she, she like she's gonna start giving him the cold shoulder here. Okay, because um, at some point she like they like just say it, and he and she's like, yeah, totally. And, like punches him a couple times and then kisses him. Once. Oh, that might have been that might have been at that, the end of the scene. Yeah, it might happen a little bit later. Yeah, and I was like, okay, I like I like this like characterization of Daphne of like, okay, I can we can play the game if you want to play the game, we can play the game. Yeah. I like mm-hmm. and I like that. Uh, so Shaggy asks for their advice using a very thinly failed hypothetical about his yeah. friend named Scruffy. Because he has a goatee. No, it's a dead giveaway. He doesn't have a goatee or a dog. Um, and he solves mysteries with this girl. Oh, crap. That's going to give it away, too. Uh, Fred and Daphne are like, yeah, no, we we know it's you. Uh, and that you have a feelings for Velma. It's very obvious. Um, but before Shaggy can say anything about it, Velma shows up and is like, ah, I found some security footage. You should come take a look. 
Um, so it's footage of the monster running up to a cloaked figure with the staff. And it's like, oh, well, at this angle, we should be able to zoom in and see the face if you want to get in there, Velma. Enhance. And Velma's like, starts to enhance. In and enhance. Yeah. Although I was really hoping for a joke of, you can't really just enhance yeah. security footage like that. I was hoping, but no. Instead, um, the security footage just start clearing up and then poof. The, uh, the entire computer starts sparking yeah. because Velma accidentally knocked over her tea and short-circuited the hard drive. Mm -hmm. And it's very sad because yeah. she then starts to think that she shouldn't be part of the group. Yeah, she's like really upset and everybody else is like, no, it's chill. It's like, it I fuck up all the time. Yeah, it's like, you just pulled a you just pulled a shaggy, it's fine. Yeah, I like that when shaggy's like, you just pulled a shaggy. That, that's cool, don't worry. So I have a, I have a question for later after the reveal i will refer back to this scene um of of like what y'all think is going on because i'm a little bit i i'm i'm of two minds as to what's uh going on so far yeah there, there's like what they tell us happens and like what probably actually i feel like should have happened instead yeah mm -hmm. so she leaves anyways because she's still upset shaggy's like all right yeah no i do i do start i do have feelings it was me i'm scruffy uh <laughs> <laughs> and Fred and Daphne are like, actually, we're going to start uh, fighting about our relationship real quick. And Shaggy's like, okay, cool. I'm, I'm just going to leave then. <laughs> I am super not, not want to be part of it. Uh, then it's uh, nighttime. And then Daphne, this is where Daphne's like, yeah. Hmm? Is, this, is this where she does like the punch, yeah. the punch, punch kiss? Yeah. Um, and they also, they, they go to nighttime and it's like clearly still daytime and they're just shooting day for night. And it's like a light blue because you can still see everyone's shadows from the sun on the ground mm, i didn't notice because i wasn't paying i guess that much attention yeah it, it's like it when they um when she's playing tennis and then like all the way up until scooby-doo finally comes back to the movie um after like a 20 minute well, absence scooby's oh. actually about to be in the movie before yeah. the scene you're talking about yeah oh, there's okay. a scene okay. where shaggy and scooby are like talking Go and they go to yeah, make sandwiches. Scooby's like, yeah, let's go just make a midnight snack instead of listening to you talk about your feelings some more. Okay, I guess I wasn't, I was paying too much attention to when they were shooting the movie. Probably. I, <laughs> I noticed that they have Frank Wilker just like lean really hard into making Scooby's voice hard to understand. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so that way they could have a, a joke about Shaggy being like, uh, just to my luck, I have a dog that can talk and I can't understand him, even though he's never had a problem up to this point. Right. Um, but yeah, so they go make a snack, and then Shaggy smells the purple, and then starts floating out of the room. Which I think is actually very fun, because I think you should be able to let Shaggy do some cartoony stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Considering Scooby-Doo in this movie is a Looney Tunes, Looney Tunes character, I think Shaggy should be able yeah. to. Yeah, and then, but then you like go back to the beginning of the movie when like the clock's going backwards, and you're like, oh, okay, maybe it's just like yeah. this is how things are. But then they'll do a straight up full cutaway to like a luau, and they'll do a musical number, and you're like, I don't, I don't know what they wanted out of yeah. the movie. They could have had it. They 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 wanted too much, I think. Yeah, I, I think if you just like don't have that first luau section be part of their imagination, you just play that yeah cartoon physics happens sometimes yeah yeah and it would have been everyone would have been okay, like okay this is fine because later on he'll yeah. smell something and float away and we all just accept it yeah he smells just he smells okay so earlier 
uh he says like oh velmo are you wearing like a perfume or something she's like it's a uh, bug spray yeah <laughs> <laughs> and presumably that's what he's smelling here too um, yeah i think okay. this is when we cut yes this is fred on a jog at night in quotes on night right yeah because it's definitely the day it's the daytime up until like scooby saves shaggy in a golf cart then it's like actual nighttime but like if you if you go back not that I uh, expect anyone to, but if you go back and watch it again, like it's clearly like the the sun is casting shadows on the ground, and you can tell. Well, um, they are on a tennis court way, so. with a whole bunch of lights, though. I I think that's what they're trying to hide it with, but like oh. there's a couple times when they're like off, like when they get off the tennis court before uh. like the monster attacks. Like it's you can you can definitely tell that it looks like when the Power Rangers go to the moon and everything's just kind gotcha. of blue. Um, that's funny. Instead of like nighttime. Yeah. But yeah, Daphne is on a tennis court with a bunch of guys, I guess. Mm-hmm. We're just and there. And then uh, she hugs her partner. Uh, and then that happens. And Fred's like, ah, oh, I see. I understand now. Yeah. Fred <laughs> is randomly jealous. Um, and then we cut to. <laughs> we see the lake in quotes and just fog starts rising off of it. Uh, Shaggy's down there looking for Velma. Instead finds the monster. Yeah, uh, and then Fred and Daphne from the tennis court manage to hear Shaggy yelling. So yep. they they go to catch up. Um, yep. They catch up with him, and in the background of the scene, there is the classic Fred and Daphne outfit in a window. Yeah, yes, we'll see that in a second. Yeah, uh, it'll, it'll come back uh, up. Instead, but I right now, now Fred too. just tackles the monster. Yeah, yeah, which is great. Like I, like I feel like every time anyone's ever seen the Scooby, they're like, "Why don't you just tackle him right now? Why do you wait?" And the yeah, one time he just does, it's, the mask off. it's a real monster. Yeah, it's like a real monster, and it doesn't work. As I thought, that was really funny. I don't, I don't remember if this was a thing that happened in the first movie, but in this movie, every time there's a monster, Fred does tackle it. <laughs> <laughs> I think he tried, but uh, in a couple times in the first one, but they were ghosts, so he went through them. Uh, mm. I I think again, it's been two years since I saw that yeah. movie. So there's only like one real thing I remember from that, and it's Chicken Cordon Boo. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> That's gonna live with me in my brain space. Nice. It's <laughs> gonna carry that little piece of the first Scooby Doo prequel movie yeah. with you. So yeah. the frog monster proceeds to chase. Um, yeah, because they try to unmask it, and there's no mask. Yeah. Yep. And chases after Shaggy specifically, and. <laughs> Scooby comes to the rescue. Mm-hmm. On, With an ATV. Uh, yeah. Yep. We get, like, uh, you, know, you know, we haven't seen them on an ATV together in real life since the first movie. Yeah. Right. Uh, uh, and they, then they crash into a sand trap. Yeah, they run right into a sand trap, uh, and then they just happen to find another moonstone, and Shaggy seems to forget about the monster attacking them, because he's just like, oh, Velma loves these. I'm going to give this to Velma. Yeah, there's only three more of those left. <laughs> yep, so I don't know who else evolved. It's, it's Clefairy, Jigglypuff, it's, the two Nitos. Does Jigglypuff evolve through Moonstone? I thought so. I think so. I'm pretty just, sure. Just Google Jigglypuff real quick. I think I think you get Wigglytuff with a, a Moonstone, because Jigglypuffs are in Mount Moon. Yeah, okay. So yeah, so there's only like four Pokemon that evolve with a Moonstone. Okay. In so general, you get like one anyways. of each. Total. As long as you don't double up. A total yeah. of six. Um, total of six. Yeah. Who are the Skitty other and Muna. Oh yeah, Skitty. Skitty evolved. That's weird. Yeah. 
Yeah, I, I remember because I was playing through Alpha Sapphire and I had like a level 60 something skitty and I was like, hey, when does this thing evolve? <laughs> you turn into something different. <laughs> and then I decided, actually, no, I'm just going to leave you as a skitty. Yeah. We're going to just, we're just going to roll buff this skitty. way. Yeah. It did work. It was one of the, one of my MVPs. Nice. Nice. Uh, but yeah, so uh, he leaves to show Velma the rock. Fred and Daphne are in a garage full of golf carts and are about to start fighting again when the monster shows up. And this is where they go hide and they disguise themselves in the uh, in the sporting goods display where Fred is 100% dressed like classic Fred. Yeah. But Daphne's is kind of like a jumpsuit remix. Yeah. Is how yeah. I would describe it. Yeah. I, like, I was trying to figure out like for a second like what kind of store this is until I was like, oh, it's a, like a sporting goods store. And then I was like, what sport is Ascot Fred supposed to represent in this situation oh yeah okay yeah that makes sense yeah Yeah. um what i love about this is that they leave their hiding spot and they are still wearing the clothes fred just sports the ascot and everything oh and a blonde wig and a blonde wig uh, well he he does remove the blonde wig for the next scene um but they find the uncle and the uncle's like this the the place is all ruined because of the hopping frog i guess it, it well, we see it was digging a bunch of holes. There's like even a shovel on the ground still. Oh yeah. gosh, yeah, because it was that. looking for something. Right. Yeah, so he's, he's definitely gonna have to shut it's it down. It's gonna cost now. so much to get someone in here and fixing yeah. the green. Yep. Yep. So shut it down. Shut this all down. He's like, mm-hmm. I'm just gonna have to go back to being an international playboy. It's <laughs> <laughs> um, all a joke. And then Shaggy shows up, freaking out about how Velma's missing. Where it's morning. Oh, at some point the. While they were, while um, Fred and Daphne were hiding, the cloaked figure showed up to yell at the frog. Oh, yeah. And we see a bit of purple on the back of its cloak, which I definitely thought looked like it was orange in the light. <laughs> yeah. Um, also, the the voice is, like, masked. There's, like, at least two different voices um, going over it. So it, like, kind of hides the identity, but... If you know what you're listening for, you can I mean, pretty I, much figure it out. I knew what I was listening for, and I still just kept hearing the other voice that they had overlaid on top. Mm-hmm. Oh, really? Yeah. Is my brain just could not pick out the, the voice I was looking for. Mm. Um, but yeah, so uh, they go looking for Velma because Velma's missing. So the next morning, they're still looking, and they, they find her on the beach, sleeping. They briefly <laughs> think she's dead. <laughs> oh, they are so distraught for a second that you like... Tied. jostles and and fred's like she's she's okay yes yeah. you can stop you can mm-hmm. uh velma's like i don't remember anything that happened i came out here and then i f- fell asleep i guess <laughs> yeah. and they're like oh yeah that's fine that's normal that's totally fine yeah uh also your hands are covered in warts when did that happen yeah and she's like oh it can't be warts it's probably something else uh, it's, it's, i think it's just, i'm pretty sure she uses a medical diagnosis of warts like, I, I didn't look it up because I didn't care enough to, but I'm pretty sure she just says big speak warts. Yeah, mm-hmm. she definitely said, like, some sort of dermatitis, and I was like, that might just be warts what you said. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so they fill Velma in on everything that happened over breakfast. Vel- Daphne points out that the figure, who was using the monster to search for something, has a streak of purple paint on their cloak. And so Daphne thinks that it's related to that boat they passed on the way here (laughs) uh fred's like oh yeah we can just go down there after our shift is done then and shaggy's like hey velma let's go out 
Yeah. This, so this, this is not good. No. <laughs> this, this is a is, bad thing. No. This Folks is, at home, so, don't do this. Yeah, do not do this. Uh, I mean, I think there's like a like technically you are all at work, right? Um, so the the rule that like don't ask somebody out when they're at their job because they can't leave. I think that should definitely apply here. But also bad timing, Shag. Yeah. Um, I'm not. I'm not yeah. sure what you're going for. I, I think the timing is a bigger problem than the work thing because yeah, like they are all working there really, and it sounds like they're on break anyways. Right. Um, but still, like, not a good time. The thing that kills me yeah. about this the, scene. The real thing that happens here that's bad it's, is Lava is about to Yes, say. I'm going to explain yeah. it because it pisses me off. So, Shaggy asks Velma out, and Velma gives him a no. Shaggy then proceeds to be self deprecating. as like, oh, of course you wouldn't want to date me, and starts to walk away. And then. Gross. Velma, very clearly feeling bad about this, says, yes, of course I'll date you, Shaggy. And I am infuriated by this desi- the, the, this writing choice. Because no. Yeah. No. It sucks. It sucks. It's real bad. So bad. Real bad. As- it, like, there, there's like this... Oh, continue. No, no, go ahead, go ahead. I don't, don't, don't want to interrupt your flow. Uh, there's a... So there's like a... When he's when he's asked her out and she's like, No, we're, there's a mystery we're solving like letting him down like real gently. Mm-hmm. And then I forget what the first part of it is, but like she says, like, Are you serious? Like this is I'm I'm dead serious about this. Like I've never been serious about anything more in my life except for dinosaurs, but that was a long time ago. And I was like, That's a good joke. And then immediately afterwards they're like, Oh, I guess no one no one wanna go out with me. Oh, okay. And then just like starts walking away, and I'm like, no, this sucks, Shaggy. Yeah. This, this is gross. It's so bad. Because it's like, as someone who has experienced that, um, that kind of thing where a person you think of as a friend is very hard, uh, trying very hard to date you without actually saying, yeah. hey, can we go out on a date? I did not appreciate this scene at all. And I think it was a garbage decision to have this done. And yeah, that's that's my opinion on it. I hated this movie because of this. Yeah, it's real bad. Yeah, it's 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 gross. It's really And like why like why do that to Shaggy? Like why yeah. give Shaggy that? Like that doesn't see that doesn't make any sense. Because it's an original Disney movie. Yeah, this is high school. And Shaggy's the main character. Yep. Yep. And Gross. also, the, the, I, I'm very, very... Because of the way this is framed, I do not think the writers of this movie understood how it is. Yeah, I, I don't think that crossed their minds for even a second. I think that this is like, they thought they did a good, they did like a good scene when they wrote yeah. it, of how the, the rest of the movie goes. Like, yeah, yeah it's, it's just bad. Yeah. So, so yeah, it, it's decided that uh, Shaggy and Velma will go on a date while Fred and Daphne uh, do the investigation. Although, uh, uh, isn't this the moment where uh, Fred and Daphne are like, we don't want to do the investigation together because yeah. they're fighting? Yeah, because yeah, like, Shaggy's like, trying to come up with an excuse when Velma's like, but we're in the middle of an investigation. And he's like, oh, I'm sure they want time alone too, right? And they're like, actually, no, we're like, good. I'm good. <laughs> no thanks. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so we cut to Shaggy doing date prep. And I do like his outfit. I liked it more when the collar was popped. I thought it was silly, mm-hmm. um, which is good for Shaggy. Yeah. Um, Scooby's also putting on a tie 
because uh, he's like, yeah, I'm I'm coming too, right? And he's like, no. No, you're a dog. <laughs> you can't go in, into a nice restaurant, Scooby. I'm sorry. Also, uh, it's and, a date. So. Yeah. And then Scooby imagines a world where he gets replaced. With um, a puppy. With a puppy. Uh, and then he's like, all right, no, I'm going to, I'm going to take action now. I'm going to go, I'm going to go mess this up. <laughs> we cut to Fred and, and Daphne. Um, I guess. They, yeah. They go to Trowelberg's for like a second. It, they don't do anything there. They're just Talking. there. Yeah. Uh, Daphne teases Fred for being jealous, and then that's the scene. Yeah, yeah. We see we see uh, Velma's date outfit. It's nice, mm-hmm. um, and Shaggy's speechless. Velma says that she hasn't felt like herself since they got there. It's just another another clue on the pile <laughs> that mm-hmm. maybe somebody should have picked up on. Mm-hmm. Uh, speaking of clues, uh, Shaggy lights a match to light a candle, and it causes Velma to just go like. You hear, like, three voices come out of Velma's throat as she says no and flies backwards. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then she's like, I don't know why I did that. And everyone's like, yeah, I don't either. That's weird, Velma. Why did you do that for? Mm-hmm. And it'll, it'll, it'll come up later. <laughs> uh, and, then, and then Scooby shows up. He's the waiter. Um, yep. Velma can't notice this because she's cleaning her glasses. Uh, so Shaggy tries to get him to leave and then drags him under the table and it's like, hey, no, I, I'm pulling rank here. Yeah. Which is like a really like messed up thing to do when you consider the concept of Scooby-Doo. Yeah. Right. He is like a sentient, like, creature. Being, yeah. <laughs> yeah so it's a little, it's a little weird. Like, I, I understand doing like the bad dog stuff like that. I can be okay with, but it's like the, no, I'm the master here. And I'm like, no, no, yeah. thanks. Yeah. No. No, hard hard pass. Uh, but yeah, so then sh- uh, Scooby bites Shaggy's shoe, and it causes him to jump up and knock over the table. And Velma finally notices him. Yeah, and then she also notices the moonstone that fell out of Shaggy's pocket. And he's like, oh, I was gonna give it to you as a surprise later. And Velma's like, well, I'm just gonna take it now and leave. And run away. And he's like, that's cool. <laughs> that's fine. Um, and then we get, uh, I feel like they do this a lot nowadays, uh, where like now Scooby and Shaggy are fighting. Does this happen a lot in the old movies or is it just like a more recent kind of It's not even that, thing? like, I haven't seen it happen at all recently. Like the most recent thing it happened in was probably Big Top Scooby-Doo. It, did it, it was which in is, Scoob. It was yeah, in, like, regular, I was going like, to say, didn't it yeah, happen yeah, in, it Scoob? in Scoob? I yeah. think they use it whenever it's going to, well, this is an exception to what I'm about to say, but like. When you gotta, you gotta add, you know, some level of drama into this when you want to show it in front of people, even though you really don't want to, yeah. or really don't need right. to, but, you know, the, yeah, the, I don't... the people writing it think, well, we gotta get people invested in this, well, what, what can we do? We can make the monsters real, we can have Shaggy and Scooby yeah. fight. We could add yeah. romance! <laughs> yeah, we can, they did all three in this one, it should have been a hit. Um... Uh... Yeah, I don't know. I don't. I don't like it. I feel like you can just have Scooby and Shaggy be friends the whole time, and that would be totally fine. Yeah. Yeah, and they don't even have like a like a, a makeup moment in this movie like they do in uh, Scooby Doo two thousand two. Right. Yeah. There's a there's a scene later on where Scooby is painting the room, 
in half. Yeah, he's like cutting it in half like an odd couples episode. Yeah, and like. it's never resolved. And no. What's even more messed up with that is that he, he paints the room in half, but one, one half has both of the beds. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Shaggy, you guys leave on the floor. Well, uh, it seems like the one with the beds is Shaggy's side because Shaggy is still just on the bed. Yeah. Reading oh, back. So maybe he's like, I don't want to, like, if you're going to treat me like a dog, I'm just going to be a dog. I'm going to eat your shoes and I'm going to sleep on the floor. Yep. And also, I'm gonna know. It's... piss on the uh, coffee table. <laughs> I'm gonna pee all over the dresser. Uh, that it's just weird. I don't know. They should stop doing this. I feel like we've done it enough times that we don't need to see it yeah. really anymore. Yeah. You know, like, well, to be fair, I don't think they can do it again after the last time it happened. Shaggy went to hell. <laughs> he did go. To, he did go to literal <laughs> hell. Yeah. So those uh, are some he consequences. Himself. Yeah, that's oh, that's wild. You fight with your dog, you go to hell. That's how it works. (laughs) That's just the rules. Uh, So Fred and Daphne get to the boat, and they find some painted footprints. And the boat's like a floating museum, but that doesn't matter. No, it's also, I feel like the boat was much different on the inside than what the outside was. But maybe I'm just forgetting what it originally looked like outside. It it looked like a two-story, decently-sized boat. Those can look like anything on the inside. That's true. Yeah, yeah. They um, find some it newspapers. Does look a bit more rustic. Yeah. Oh, well, as they head inside, we see a frog climb on. Oh yeah, <laughs> of course. Yeah, yeah. Um. Uh. So th- they head downstairs. They see more footprints. The frog almost grabs them, but they don't notice. Uh. They get into an archive room. It's got the newspapers and some maps and stuff about the witch and her magic staff. And they are like, "Well, the monster's probably looking for the staff." If I know anything about monsters, right? So. And they're like, sorry, I apologize. It's like the thing that that just cracks me up about this scene is that they decide to show off how old these newspapers are by having a newspaper at the very top. Thanksgiving declared holiday. (laughs) And it's kind of like, okay, sure. This is why you should have like really leaned into the cartoony thing because you're ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, there's also like a a bit where they're like, there's there's just like a whole uh, article that seems like it was written like just after the event of burning a witch. Yeah, and I don't know if we had newspapers back then well, but again if this was also when thanksgiving was made a holiday then maybe they did in this universe it's it's the logistics of it is that even if there were newspapers which there maybe were maybe but they would not be in this waterlogged no. ship <laughs> and intact the way they are yeah. they would have disintegrated well, a long time ago it is a floating museum <laughs> that's uh-huh, there you go uh, but this is when they reveal, like, the staff had three moonstones, and she vowed to get them back, and then was burned at the stake, and then uh-huh, that's going to be the next- And also she had kids. And she had she had kids, so that'll be the next 20, 25 minutes of the movie, yeah. y'all. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, they're like, oh, one of the kids could be in town controlling the monster, and then the frog locks them in, and then rigs a pipe to burst, and the room starts flooding that they're in. And those newspapers are gone now. They are just destroyed. Yeah, rest in peace. And that is this museum stuff. That is the second bit of evidence that has been destroyed in this movie. I know. Sensing a pattern. Mm. Uh, they also decide to break up now because Daphne doesn't want to. If they're gonna die, she doesn't want to die dating a loser or, or a, uh, like a jerk or something. Mm-hmm. 
And that was fun. I like Daphne a lot in this movie. And then I, I looked up Kate Melton. She doesn't do anything after this. This is like her last yeah, acting. Yeah, I think the same thing happened with uh, Nick, too. That's so weird. Like, two people who did, like, decent job. Like, you know, they did pretty yeah. good jobs. All things considered. But they were just like, well, that's as good as it gets. <laughs> we're we're going to hang up our boots. Um, but yeah, uh, so as they're fighting, uh, Fred uses that to fuel him punching out the window so it doesn't, yeah. like, drown them in the room. Oh, I thought he used a harpoon. Well, yeah, he uses yeah. his anger to fuel him punching the harpoon into the gotcha. window. Unlike, okay, I, I mentioned this for clarification because, uh, there's a scene later on where he actually uses his fist. And I feel like that's a very important distinction. Because it's like, <laughs> what the heck? Yeah. So, yeah, we cut back over to uh, where Scooby is painting the line, as we discussed. Uh, and then Fred and Daphne come into the room and they're still fighting. And Shaggy's like, hey, uh, so what's going on here? And they explain what they learn. And then he's well, like, first I- they like they unload about how they are broken up now. And Shaggy's like, I meant, why are you wet? But OK, yeah. Yeah, and then they explain, like, oh, yeah, we learned about the staff and the kids and all that. Uh, and then Daphne's like, I'm going to see if I can find Grubwort in the phone book. Yeah, <laughs> just to see. And there isn't one, but Shaggy sees in the reflection of the mirror that Troberg's is Grubwort, Grubwort's backwards. But they, it's <laughs> <God>. clearly... <laughs> it's clearly a different image when they show it, because yeah. it... The apostrophe S is in the same place. Yeah, it's which, in the it's like on the wrong side, and also the yeah. text is not mirrored. It's yeah, it's like it's it, well, so I mean, I'm sure that funny. if if you look at the prop itself, it was mirrored, but it's like, hey, you forgot to. Um, well, actually, no. So <laughs> like, on the prop itself, because they they show it on for a second when uh, like Shaggy's glancing over the mirror and notices it, it does it does just say like Childbergs, but it's in a mirror. Yeah. Uh, but then when after he brings attention to it, they cut over to it again, where it just says Grubworts the right way around. Um, in the mirror. Yeah. It's still in the mirror. Yeah. Oh, this what a this see this is why they should have just like let the luau scene like that whole party ch- just been real, and then everything else would have been totally fine. Yeah. Um. Uh, but yeah, I saw that. And I was like, that's good job, but you did miss a couple key uh, <laughs> uh yeah. features of this. You messed up a little bit, but nice hustle. Yeah. Um, but so they drive to the shop owner's house, and then there's a bunch of keep out signs. This means you. Uh, yeah. They see a silhouette of a cloaked figure in a window, and so they head in. And the figure is sticking a moonstone into the staff, and we get a hallway chase scene. Classic. Yep. Um, the gang splits up during the chase, and then eventually we get back to the scene that we saw at the beginning of the movie, as Fred tackles the cloaked figure, and they unmask... Velma? Velma? Couldn't be. And Velma, who's there being Velma, is like, no, I'm not Velma. Yeah, <laughs> she's like, I'm Velma, not. Um, yeah. I did call this immediately, and then I was like, no, I don't think they'd do that. I don't I don't see why they would. And then they were like, no, we are just going to do that. We're just going to have Velma be it. And I was like, okay. Granted. Explain yeah. yourself. I will say, it's not Velma because she's possessed, I guess. Yes. Because this time yes. the monsters are real. I, okay, yes. I was going to ask, 
in the last one, in in Mystery Begins, I thought it was revealed that the monsters were not real. The ghosts were real. I'm. They had to have been real. I don't remember if they said they weren't real, but they. There's no way you could do chicken cordon bleu and not have them be real. Because <laughs> <laughs> I could have sworn it was like, oh, it was projectors and stuff, and it was like a real estate scheme. But I can't for the life of me remember, and maybe it was just real ghosts, in which case, this is fine. Nope, yeah, uh, stealing the capsule back, the gang uses a book of spells to banish the ghosts. There's a legit sentence in this, so the ghosts- Real ghosts, then, okay. Mm Mm-hmm. All right, then never mind, then I accept that that Velma can be possessed by the ghost of an old witch, and that the frog, the battle toads are her underlings, I I will accept all this. Yeah, this time the monsters are real. Yeah. I guess this time the Uh, monsters continue to be real because it's a sequel. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Do you think that Scarecrow is real then? I think probably not. But but at the same time, who's to say? Because we didn't see him unmasked. As far as we know, Shaggy just burnt that guy alive. Yeah, and like they don't say that like old man Frickert's dead. They just burnt down his barn. (laughs) Yeah, they're like, we just burnt his barn, not like... It was him being the scarecrow in there, so maybe it was just a ghost scarecrow, and they did what they had to do to get rid of it. Ghostbusters. Yeah, maybe that's how the fire started. Maybe uh, Shaggy was like, "Oh, I'm just going to light the scarecrow on fire," and then the scarecrow (laughs) lit the entire barn on fire. Yeah, and then that's why he's like, it didn't say anywhere that anything else was flammable, so Mm -hmm. he should he should be in the clear, but you know, he's not. We've learned it. It's, that's yeah, there we go. Mystery solved. solved. Mystery. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, film was like, I'm going to make them all pay. And then she like throws Fred into a wall and zaps Shaggy and there's a big flash and she's gone. She keeps saying I'm going to make them all pay. She means the people who burnt her at the stake back in uh, Pilgrim times, right? Yeah. I think so, yeah. Okay, they are dead, yes. <laughs> we can agree. I mean probably Hopefully. okay so who's she gonna get revenge on then because it's never the really this the town okay because it's never really like brought up in detail other than she will get her revenge whatever mm. that yeah. means uh so uh eventually they wake up and the shopkeeper comes from downstairs and also has like is holding her head <laughs> which Based on what we've seen Velma do, does just make it sound like Velma just beat her over the head with a stick. Yeah. Yeah. Most uh, she's a very old lady, too, so I'm a little nervous yeah. <laughs> about her. Uh, Scooby does give uh, Makeup a pack of ice <laughs> to give yeah. to her, so at least there's that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah this is like, Marion yeah. Ross, who mm-hmm. is the mom on Happy Days from the 70s, so... Mm. Uh, she tells them that Velma's been possessed by the Witch of Legend... And that the moonstones are part of the staff, and that Velma got possessed when she found the first one. Yeah, and she's very chill about all of this. Like she's been waiting for it, I guess, to happen. It seems well, like she she is a descendant of one of yeah. the witch, so she's like, I mean, at least it wasn't me. <laughs> she's like, I escaped it. Heck yeah, way to go, me. Um, and then uh, this is when he brings up the something claymations, and they're like, what? And he's like, the caves under the water. And she's like, oh, I also rent scuba gear, and I'll give you a good deal. Mm-hmm. Um, they also, the gang puts together all of the clues that proved it was Velma the whole time. Yeah. Uh, including the thing that you wanted to talk about earlier with the with the green tea being spilt on the on the computer. Yeah. So it, 
at at that point in the movie, it seemed like Velma was just like still nauseous or whatever, and she just like because she even says like I know this is out of character for me, but she says it in a very Velma way. So I was like, is it Velma? Does the movie want me to think that she's possessed the whole time, or does that like the the ghost comes and I goes? I think it's come Which and goes. Do you think? Well, so it. It might be comes and goes or something like that, but like during that part, she definitely got possessed because then it shows like the under sh- below camera shot of Velma making a very sinister face as she purposefully yeah. knocks over the cup like a cat. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> She's like, Ha-ha. so, but like, because that's when I was like, wait a minute. So she was just is she possessed the whole time? I think the movie kind of wants both to be true, and mm. that's a little frustrating. Yeah, I-, I was like really hoping that that would have been like a oh Velma was like subliminally brainwashed for that part and not purposefully did that yeah yeah but then they were like but when they're like no clearly it's her i'm like so then the rest of the movie was her so then like her accepting the date was her are they gonna like i don't know if they're gonna come back to that and i was just kind of nervous and they they will come back to it a little bit but it i think it works out for the best it it goes out okay (laughs) yeah could have been worse it could have been I worse, just, yeah. I love the idea of the witch being the one to accept the date, because he would think that she would just eviscerate Jackie <laughs> for daring. <laughs> and it, it would be she was gonna, but then she saw the moonstone and was like, I have to go. <laughs> the left. Yeah. Or it might have been like, a, well, I don't want to take this guy up on his offer of a date, but also, you know, I have been dead for thousands <laughs> of years. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Uh anyways, uh so yeah, they uh they go scuba dive. Uh they get into the caves. There's a bunch of lanterns. I couldn't tell if these were like flame lanterns or electric lanterns cuz there's like wires running over the top, but all of the lights kept flickering and I just I couldn't make heads or tails. Aesthetics. Of yeah, I, I yeah, I I think it's one of those like it's a movie. We don't, you know, you're not supposed to look at it too hard. But, like, if you do it, it I is mean, like, I don't know, well, they're underwater, so I don't know why they would have electricity down there. Yeah, and, like, I, if you told me they were flame, I'd believe you. I was just like, well, it kind of looks like there's wires running across yeah. the top of the cave, so. Uh, my big question for this scene is, did they bring scuba gear for Velma to get back up? No. Well, then I don't know how she got back up because I think she used magic to get down here. Maybe there's like a secret cave that she knows about now that the others didn't know about until after she's not possessed. Maybe. Maybe that's it. Because I was just like, they're going to have to share or something. It's going to get hair. It's not going to be a problem for them at all at the end of the movie. So don't worry about it. But I was at the time. (laughs) Uh, So the frogman shows up also and Velma's there and she's just like hanging out and it's like, I'm going to make more frogmen now. Now that she has the power of all three. Now that I have three moonstones, I can evolve all of my frogs into frogmen. (laughs) (laughs) I can make four battletoads. All your favorites. Rash, the other three, whose names I don't know. There's only three battletoads, I think. Are there not four battletoads? No, no, I think you're right, actually. One of them's Rash, and and I could not tell you what the other two are called. Uh, Zitz and Pimple. Gross. (laughs) Gross. <laughs> Battletoads <laughs> is gross. It's pretty gross. Anyway, uh, so they're attacked by the Battletoads and their yeah. friend, you know, a battle frog, I guess. And um and they scatter. 
And Shaggy's plan it doesn't is bad. He just has a dumb bad plan to like yeah yeah because they're they're hiding and Fred and he's like all right Fred I know you're normally the plan guy but I think I got something and he's like you know what by all means go ahead Shaggy <laughs> and Shaggy just was like all right my big plan is I'm gonna call Velma by her full name <laughs> that'll get her including middle name which I did not write down with the middle Daisy. name Daisy it's probably something it was like Daisy oh it's Daisy I was gonna say Winifred. But yeah, uh, he tries that, and it it works exactly as well as uh, the Ghostbusters plan of get her. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, also, um, uh, we missed the point where I wrote down where the uh, the live action Scooby Doo light motif uh, shows up in the music oh. again because I brought it oh, up nice. last time we watched one, and I I was for sure it happened this time. Nice. Nice. Um, I did not it's, notice. It's good to hear. Uh, it only happens for like a very little bit as they're sneaking into the cave. <laughs> okay, sure. I was just stoked about the like Scooby Doo hallway doors. I was like, oh, cool, they did that in this one. Nice, I like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, all the frogs decide to chase uh, the, uh, the gang, but Shaggy like stays behind because he like snuck around a rock again. Then Shaggy's like, I'm gonna just say all the things I like about Velma, and once he says the word "cute," Velma like breaks free just a little bit. Which, yeah, that was okay. That seemed weird. Fine. Yeah, <laughs> I don't. I don't think Velma's ever been worried about that. I don't know. That seemed weird. Uh-huh. To me. And and then, and then the witch takes control again and blasts him against the wall. Uh, the frogs keep chasing the gang. Scooby, Scooby, Scooby does the wily e. coyote paint a tunnel on the wall and run through it. Yeah, um, and then they're Fred and and Daphne like make up because they get into like a dead end. And oh. they're like, oh, I guess we're going to die. You, you, you do skip over the part where Fred just punches a support yep. beam out and causes a cave. Yep. Oh, this <laughs> is the moment that I was talking he just, about. He just obliterates <laughs> that support <laughs> beam with a single punch. Yep. He's so strong. <laughs> Honestly, they should just lean into Fred being obscenely strong. More. It would be really funny. I give I him something so. to do. Um, we cut back to Shaggy and Velma again. Um continuing to be threatening and continuing to try to get through to her Mm -hmm. and the witch says something about her power coming from the moon and then shaggy's like oh right moon and then he he sings the song but in shaggy voice it's so so bad it's really bad yeah exaggerated shaggy voice exaggerated shaggy voice and the thing about this that kills me is that at the end of the movie during the credits there is a sequence where they're all singing and he mm-hmm. sounds fine. Yeah, and he's like a decent singer. Also, Velma starts singing like along with him, and it's Haley Kyoko who's like an actual very good singer, and this horrible put upon Shaggy Rogers impression uh, like, character voice, like going so at each other. It's so, it's so bad. It's so bad. Uh, it's 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 bad. Um, but it works. Uh-huh. <laughs> so so I then guess that's something. Velma like snaps the staff in half and throws it in the water, and then the witch's ghost shows up. It's the witch's ghost movie now. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> uh, she leaves Velma's body and then tries to like you know force grab the the <laughs> the, the staff out of the yeah. water. Literally. <laughs> and yeah. then Scooby just shows up, grabs the staff, and just smashes it on the ground. <laughs> yep. Saving the day once again, Scooby Dooby Doo. Did she? 
Did she say you meddling kids? Did yes. she get that out the before ghost she's like, I would have okay. gotten away with it if it weren't for those meddling kids and their rotten dog. Uh, she also looks like, uh, like, uh, the ghost of Christmas, I think it was Christmas present, or maybe it was, yeah, it was ghost of Christmas present in the, um, the Muppets <laughs> Christmas Carol. Like, she looks just like that. Or maybe she looks like the Jacob Marley's from that movie, but she definitely looked like a Muppet Christmas Carol for a minute. I think, wasn't Christmas pre- uh, present the big guy? Oh, yeah, yeah, Christmas Pass. Christmas yes, Pass the is the little yeah, girl. The, the girl, yeah, who was, like, underwater. Like, that looked really cool. Um, but she just is, like, kind of floaty like that, and, like, it looks like she's being projected on something, and I was like, oh, okay, neat. Yeah. And then she just is like, all right, I'll die now, and then goes away forever. Yeah, I, I will say for the ghosts, like, look, they do sort of, like, do a pretty decent job of recreating, uh, from Scooby to 2002, the, uh, the spirit look. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Like, that yeah. wispy grayness kind of floating in water look. Yeah. Um, but yeah, then the frogs get returned to normal. Uh, Shaggy and Velma have a moment. Daphne's like, just kiss her. They, they kiss, and then everybody's like, mm, actually... No. I, there's, there's no, no chemistry. Yeah, there's nothing there. <laughs> that is my favorite part of this, is that they're like, mm, yeah. no, that was nothing. No, never yeah, mind. and yeah. it's like... I was like, I was like why'd we have a movie then? Uh, exactly. That's exactly it. I liked this <laughs> ending moment where they kiss and then they realize you know what no this is this isn't a thing but the thing about it is that this was the a plot of your entire yeah. movie yeah if it was yeah, the d plot and it ended like that it'd be like oh that's all yeah. right that's good yeah normalized yeah. friends kissing or whatever yeah. but like <laughs> but no it was the entire point of the movie and then they're like, you know what, it's it's fine, no, never mind. And it's like, okay, mm-hmm. on the one hand, yes, thank goodness. But on the other, it's like But Why did you put us through that? <laughs> yeah. And also and also Fred and Daphne are like, mm, we should just be friends also. Yeah. Yeah. Which is which seems like they were trying to set up like a hey, give us a live action TV show or like let us do more movies. And now that we have all this romance stuff out of the way, it'll be easier. We can do, you know, different character plot hooks like that. And we'll it just put Scrappy doing it. <laughs> yeah, and put and he can leave after we get rid of Fred or whatever. And <laughs> it just and but like it, this, obviously, they do not get any more of these movies. And like it just is like, well, cool. Seventy five minutes into this love story movie, you say that actually that was a waste of time. Yeah, it's Thanks. an insult. <laughs> Appreciate it. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so the country club is saved. The gang gets their $10,000 giant novelty check from the Bank of Hanna-Barbera. Uh, <laughs> they like, owe them a lot more than that, I think. Thorny's like, hey, uh, maybe you guys should incorporate so that way uh, next time you get in legal trouble, it's not just like four kids getting into legal yeah. trouble. <laughs> yeah. Uh, like you can have insurance or something. <laughs> yeah, and Daphne's like, "Well, we should be Mystery Incorporated," and then they all hug it out, except for Scooby, who's just who's sta- not allowed to. <laughs> He's just standing in the corner holding the camera. Did I take a picture, Scoob, of of like us in the checks? And I was like, "Don't you want your mascot?" No, okay, all right, sure. Well, I mean, I could understand like the check thing because you know Scooby's doing a scrapbooking the thing. The hug that would be fine. It's but a group then the hug. Hu- they hug, the and Scooby hug doesn't is, even. Yeah. Okay. The worst part is like. This is kind of on Scooby, because if Scooby wanted to get in there, he could have got in there. Yeah. No, oh, ab- absolutely, it's, but they it... didn't have the budget to put Scooby-Doo in the hug, I guess. Yeah, that's true. 
Um. Uh, so instead he gets sad, walks away, trips over some stuff, and then falls out the window and gets caught by a shaggy. Yeah, and there is a, um, a moment where Scooby has hearts also floating above his head as he looks up into Shaggy, who is shining yeah, bright. Yeah, it's like this, the same, yeah, the same glossy, mm-hmm. shiny shot, and I was like, okay, it came back yeah. around. You could have done this little... and not given him the hearts over his yeah. head. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's, it is Scooby and like Shaggy this. have, um, a lot of moments like this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um... Uh, but yes, so we get a we get another musical. Number we do get a musical number <laughs> featuring Boy, live action we. versions of a bunch of classic Scooby Doo villains. Yep. Yeah. So part of this is really good. Like it's, I think it's fun. It's not like great. I understand why it wasn't in the broadcast version, but it like it's it's fun enough. Oh, we need to talk about uh, Scooby wearing clothes. Oh, God, Scooby. Oh, oh, you mean a human wearing what has to be like a a gray mask and gray gl- or a green mask and green gloves that they just put. Scooby it is a on? human uh-huh. person, and it yeah. is disturbing. We were. I was talking to Lava about this, and I was like, "They should have just put like a man with a mascot head on. They should have just given the yeah. big Scooby mascot head. It would have been funny." The reason it. why they yeah. couldn't do it though is because in a later moment they have Shaggy wearing a mascot costume or costume of Scooby Doo, yeah. which was also bad. Uh, that was funny. It was good. I that part was yeah. funny. And it's, and then they then they get to the rap. Um, yeah, the rap the, part. There's a there's a disco bit halfway through the music number, and then there's the, a rap the di- breakdown. The disco bit, I was like, okay, this is a little, this is like strange, but it was still like fun. I was like, they're clearly having fun. Then we get to the rap breakdown, which is just it's bad. Like the rapping itself is just uh-huh. bad, and also Velma and Daphne have switched costumes, and I yes. don't know why. Well, it's because uh, I think there's like a whole costume switch going on with everybody except for Fred because uh, Shaggy's dressed like Scooby and Scooby's oh, right. wearing yeah okay like, that well, he was sense. wearing like the green and brown. I never noticed. <laughs> <laughs> I did not notice uh, that they switched. Jake, I need to ask you, uh, how does this rap break down compared to the Ninja Bros? Oh, God, it's, <laughs> it's pretty... I would say it's better than the Ninja Bros, the Moto Bros, technically, um, because that, this at least had, like, a rhythm to it, and, like, a, like some sort of rhyme scheme plan. The Moto Bros uh-huh. is literally just, Adam, say as many of these words as fast as you can, uh, and it was... Uh, terrible but uh th- this is slightly better i still don't think it was great but it was definitely better than the moto bros rap okay good to know yeah it's uh, oh it was uh, but like i i i didn't i thought because like fred is normal and they start with fred and then it's Haley kyoko dressed as daphne and i'm like wait a minute is that what's going on <laughs> Why did Fred not have to? Why not have Scooby-Doo be the one you don't switch? Well, because they had a Scooby-Doo costume lying around, all right? Oh, okay, yeah, I guess so. If you have the Scooby-Doo costume, you might as well use it. Yeah. It's, that's how these things work, right? It's just very strange. It was just, it was just like, okay, here we are. And then the I was like, this is why they didn't get another movie. It was this bit. Uh, but it wasn't even on TV, so I don't know. Yeah. Like Now I can't even say that. Um, and we get to the credits, and the credits just have like a bunch of pics from you know the movie and also behind the scenes, um, which are fun. Yeah, I, I posted um, one of them on my Twitter. <laughs> the traitor one. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 
the fun part about that is it's a picture of a like a horrible fantasy that Scooby had. So well, like if you're taking these as like this is actual pictures, then like how did well, you get it's that it's picture? definitely like the behind the scenes things. Yeah, but it, it's all it's all like written in like like Scooby language. Like he is the one who made them yeah. all. So like I under I accept it. Like it's fake. It's just credits. But like if, when I get to that one, I was like, all right, if this was him taking pictures of stuff, how did you get in your brain with this one? <laughs> or it's a very good drawing, Scooby. You should be very proud. <laughs> all right, uh, but yeah, so that's it for the movie. <laughs> that yep. is. We've we've talked about it. Uh, we have anything else to say? I feel like we've we've said a lot of what we needed to say about this film. Yeah, yeah, I think I got it all out. All right. Um, so we're gonna just stick it on our ranking here. Um, I thought about just comparing it directly to the last one, but that's kind of high up on our list. So I'm just gonna jump straight at the middle, and we'll just go at it the old-fashioned way. Um, I think it's Big Top. Yeah, it's Big Top. Yeah, Big Top. How does this movie compare to Big Top Scooby-Doo? Which is the one with a uh, human Scooby-Doo in it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Just so you know something about it. Okay. Uh, that one was recent, too. I... Okay, is- Big Top Scooby-Doo was the one where they had every single person who would have been a red herring in a normal movie was the villain. Uh, was also a werewolf, yeah. Like there it was also a fake. There werewolf. was no uh, red herrings at all in that entire movie. Yeah, and it also had like the fun, like you know, okay, we solved the mystery. There's still 20 minutes left. Aha! Actually, uh, the person you arrested wasn't the only culprit. Yeah, I think it's worse. <laughs> yeah, I, I agree. It's probably worse. Um. Okay. Uh, that is so. That'd be one, two, three, four, five. These two. Uh, we'll go with uh, Alien Invaders. Okay. That's a movie Jake might know. I don't think I've seen that one. It's uh, it's, it's one of it's like the last one of the set of is it the last one or is Cyber Chase the last one of that four movie set of early? Yeah, like the the MOOC animated ones. Um, yeah, I I think I saw. Is that like Zombie Island? Is one of those? It's like yeah. it started with Zombie Island and then it did Witch's Ghost. Alien Invaders, then, Cyber Chase. And then Cyber Chase, yeah. I feel like Alien Invaders is the only one of those I have not seen. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, in that one, that's the that's the episode when we recorded it where we just uh, stopped and talked about buying a helicopter. Yeah. <laughs> a, a stunning recommendation for that movie. Yeah. Then. Um, uh, it was it's fine. fine. It's one of those early ones that I have a lot of affection for, but unlike Cyber Chase, which was like at the top of our list for a very long time, this one um, ended up a lot lower. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know. I I really like Alien Invaders more than this one. Yeah, I don't like it much more, but I I could I could say someone I could tell someone to watch this without having to warn them about a bad romantic subplot. And by subplot, I do mean plot. Yeah. Plot, plot. Yeah. yeah. I mean, th- there is a romantic subplot in that. Movie, yeah, though, but it's uh, where Shaggy and Scooby fall in love with aliens. <laughs> Yeah, but it's, well, once again, fun, at least. it is the subplot. It's not the main yeah. <laughs> feature of the movie. Alright, uh, well, how does this movie compare to, uh, this one's actually fitting because it does make an appearance in this film. <laughs> uh, how does this compare to Scooby Goes Hollywood, the very first Scooby-Doo movie? <laughs> <laughs> um, I'll, I'll give this movie some credit yeah. and say it's better than Scooby Goes Hollywood. I will too. 
It, this movie doesn't have Ruby Doo Guy in it, but <laughs> that's fine. Uh, Ruby Doo Guy was a, a music breakdown that Scooby did, uh, where he was the Fonz. Oh, okay. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Sounds uh, perfectly reasonable for Scooby Doo yeah. to do. Yeah. Um, so, how does this movie compare to Scooby Doo Samurai Sword? <laughs> There were no swords in this movie. There so. were no so- swords in this movie. Scooby did not get uh, possessed by the spirit of an ancient samurai dragon. Yeah. Um, and did not fly around with a samurai sword fighting a villain. It's not just from my limited knowledge that you just gave me that it's not looking good for Curse of the Lake. No. <laughs> uh, all right. I will, I will this... say, I, I have not, because I have not seen that one, but I will say in this movie's favor, the the... The bits where it was it was not worried about being a movie, it was just like them having fun and like the little character moments. Mm-hmm. A lot of them were pretty good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But they were it was either not enough of them or too much of them for what they wanted to do. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and Samurai Sword is this low because there is like some racism in it. So we should oh, probably sure, that'll... keep that in mind. Yeah, that's probably good to keep <laughs> in mind. Yeah. Uh yeah, yeah. Let's just bump it up one more because I think it's better off being compared to Frank and Creepy. Yeah, I will say there is some slight racism in this one, not like gratuitous, but it was there. Um, so it's like it's in the same ballpark as Samurai Sword, anyway. Mm. I do not remember Frank and Creepy. Uh, Frank and Creepy is the movie that you hated both times we we watched it because we watched it before we did this podcast. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay, it... um, it's the one where uh, Velma gets uh, hypnotized into being oh. a Frankenstein's doctor, right? Uh, and then everybody else gets like messed with. Uh, Shaggy and Scooby become brave because of acupuncture, that kind of thing. Yeah, and then and then the gang gets their revenge. Uh, um, okay, <laughs> I'm gonna say it's better than Frank and Creepy. Okay. Alright, so this puts it right below Alien Invaders, then. Well, okay, let me- hang on. I apologize. I'm thinking now, again. Uh Of the two plots, and I put those in very heavy quotation marks, (laughs) which one was worse? Because- So Frank and Creepy had, like, a lot of weird plot holes, and also pointed out some of the plot holes in a post credit scene. That's right. And it was like, actually, it's your problem for noticing them, yeah. viewer. Oh, Yeah, boy. it was- it was The old Dragon Warrior. Yeah, it was treatment. very insulting. Um, so yes, okay, yeah, I'll, I'll put it there. Just above. Like, the- the big the big problems of this movie are was they try to put a romance plot in it and also a rap breakdown. I think- <laughs> I think we can give it a little bit of slack. Mm-hmm. Those don't at least they don't seem like spiteful, like telling you that if you notice the the plot holes, it's your problem and yeah. you're at fault for it. Mm-hmm. All right. Okay, uh, so it's time for me to read the list. Let me take a sip of water first. All right, I'm excited to hear this list. It's been so long since I've been here. There's a lot of new entries on it. A lot. There's a lot of new entries on it. <clears throat> okay, starting from the bottom. Monster of Mexico. Scooby-Doo and the Reluctant Werewolf. Scooby-Doo meets the Boo Brothers. Return to Zombie Island. Scooby goes Hollywood. Scooby-Doo and Arabian Nights. Samurai Sword. Franken-Creepy. Curse of the Lake Monster. Alien Invaders. 
Loch Ness Monster, Legend of the Vampire, Aloha Scooby-Doo, WrestleMania Mystery, Zombie Island, Music of the Vampire, Scooby-Doo 2002, Mask of the Blue Falcon, Pirates Ahoy, Big Top Scooby-Doo, Stage Fright, Moon Monster Madness, Ghoul School, Sonic the Hedgehog 2020, Scooby-Doo The Mystery Begins, Pokemon Detective Pikachu, Cyber Chase, Scooby-Doo 2 Monsters Unleashed, Legend of the Phantasaur, Abracadabra Do, Daphne and Velma, Rock and Roll Mystery, Where's My Mummy, Chill Out Scooby-Doo, Scoob, Goblin King, Witch's Ghost, Camp Scare. And that's the list. Um, I It is delightful that Detective Pikachu and Sonic are oh, yeah. on there. I'm assuming you just watched them for the show and were like, no, we're ranking it. We did that for our Patreon because we just watched those movies. And because they are movies about people and they're talking animal sidekicks. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that uh, makes we, sense. We put them on the list. <laughs> they are Scooby-Doo movies. <laughs> yep. Yeah, Scoob is also on this list because of Patreon, but we'll be uh, giving that a relook uh, very, very yep. soon. Wink. Ooh. Uh, so, yeah, that, that's, that's where we're at these <laughs> days. Uh, nice. Rock and Roll Mystery, by the way, is the one with Kiss in it. Uh, yes, I, I I have not seen it, but I knew that that was the, the Kiss mm-hmm. one. Uh, any, anyways, uh, it's, it's nice having you on, Jake. Yeah! Yeah, thanks for having me back. Yeah, I would say uh, come back anytime, but I don't think we have any time for you to come back before the show's over. Yeah. No, well, I mean, whatever Kids and Their Dog 2 is, let me know if there's uh, if, if you want me back for that. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Uh, so, um, you want to go ahead and plug your stuff then? Uh, sure. Uh, I'm on Twitter at JJ underscore Mason. I do too many podcasts. There's the Morphin Grid, uh, which Cassidy has been on. Mm-hmm. Uh, where we talk about every episode of Power Rangers. See, we did that instead of doing something with a much more finite number like Scooby-Doo movies because we have so many more <laughs> to go that I don't have to worry about figuring out what's after that. Yeah, but we um, also do our show only once a month. <laughs> uh, that's that's I, We do it twice uh, a week, which is... Yeah. Uh, uh, sometimes four times um, a week. So Yeah, so, <laughs> so only when they spite us, um, which is, you know, I do not recommend <laughs> doing that many of uh, the same podcast in a week. Um there's that. There's Pokemon World Tour, where we go through everywhere in Pokemon. There's Pokemon World Tour United, which is an actual play. There is Cool Kids Table, which is an actual play where we do a bunch of different games, uh, and we play most of them wrong. Um, there's Kingdom Smarts, where Shannon Maynard explains Kingdom Hearts to me, and we're pretty close to like caught up with the series. We just finished uh, Kingdom Hearts 3D, which like gets real weird at the end. It sure does. It it there was a there's a, a episode where I literally could not form a sentence. Like I just like. I couldn't figure out how to say anything for like three hmm. solid minutes. Um, there's Spectre where we talk about all that me and uh, Matt J from the Super Sentai Brothers talk about every James Bond movie. Um, is that it? I do hard reboot where we uh, reboot public domain properties. And I'm pretty sure that's it. Uh, no love for gas cast yet again. Gas cast. Gas cast is, is, is on the shelf. It is a, it is not canceled, but it's on permanent. Um, we did an accidental gas cast for Patreon where we talked about the XFL teams. Yeah. Um, and we were going to put it in the main feed, but we can't find, we don't know the password. Like, we don't know how to get to the feed for gas cast anymore. <laughs> Josh dug through his old computer, like, looked through all the passwords on that. We just don't know. We don't know, like, the email we use. Like, we just can't 
get to it Aww. anymore, which is a kind of a bummer. Uh, I'm sure someday we'll figure it out, but um, this no no time soon, unfortunately. Yeah, I just uh, like giving you guff for it. <laughs> I know it's a good. I think about it a lot. Like I I I would like to get back to it, but even even if we wanted to, we just can't right now because <laughs> we we lost it. We lost Gascast. Uh, uh, gave Gascast up to the monkeys. Yep. Yep. Uh, all right. Uh, so you can find this show. Oh, actually, real quick before I plug our stuff, is there anything you want to plug that you're not involved with? Um. Oh boy. What am I even doing? What 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 are what are people doing these days? I feel like I've been in a hole since uh, I moved back to New Hampshire, and I'm just editing and then disassociating. Um, Shannon Maynor has a webcomic called Dragon Sanctuary, dragonsanctuarycomic.com. It's really, really good. It's getting into like some, some juicy stuff right now. Um, so I would check that out. Um, I think that's, that's it. I don't know what else anyone else is doing. I did, I did enjoy guesting on, uh, Tanner and Christina's show, Loser Like Me, the Glee (laughs) podcast, even though I think Glee is like the worst show ever, (laughs) but their show is not oh, bad. Yeah, no, um, Glee is Glee's rough. I, that's what I yeah, learned it's... being on that show. Also, <laughs> I hadn't I hadn't watched it since like I caught it on TV. I was in high school at the time, so it was a, a long mm-hmm. time ago. And I was watching, and I was like, "Hey, y'all, is everyone the bad guy on this show?" <laughs> and they're like, "Kinda." So, uh, so go check that out. That out too. That that's a fun show. Yeah, the episode I was on is literally the only episode of Glee I've ever seen. Oh no. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> I don't think I've ever seen Uh, an episode of Glee either. You're not missing much. (laughs) Uh, Unless you like Riverdale and want to see, like, how did Riverdale get to exist? No, the answer... Glee is, like, I like Riverdale enough. Glee is, like, Riverdale going at, like, double speed. Mm. Exactly. Like, like Glee ran so Riverdale could could walk and be, like, a... a, I think Riverdale is, like, a good show, even though it's really stupid. Yeah, exactly. Um, But, like... It like if you can trace it back to like Veronica Mars and Glee and the like weird bastard child that those two <laughs> things created. All right, uh, thank you for those plugs. Yeah, <laughs> you're welcome. All right, uh, so you can uh, find the show on Twitter at Kids and Their Dog. Uh, we have a Patreon. Don't worry about the Patreon, but we're gonna just give some shoutouts to some people real quick. Uh, so thanks, Charlie. Thank you, Charlie. Thanks, Jenna. Thanks, Jenna. Thank you, Tess. Thanks, Tess. And thank you, Tanner. Thank you, Tanner. Um, and that's it for the show's plugs, Lava. You can find me on Twitter at LavaBeast, L-A-V-A-B-E-E-S. And you can find me on Twitter at MadLobotanist, that's M-A-D-L-O-B-O-T-A-N-I-S-T. And you can find all of the podcasts that I do and shows that I've guested on over at MadLobotanist.NeoCities.org. That's the same as my Twitter handle, .neocities.org. I... I- I highly recommend having just like a splash page website so you don't have to say every podcast out loud. I, you know, I'm, I should, how hard is it to put one of those together? Um, I mean, I learned HTML5 in a day and that, I, that got my stuff up and running. Okay. Maybe I can just convince Josh to make a landing page on our actual website. Mm. I could try to guilt him into doing (laughs) that. Another benefit of having this website is that I get to put all of these podcast arts right next to each other. Um, and nice. it's just very satisfying to see. It's just like all of the, the album arts next to each other. You do so well. Is this is this why you, they they do look good? Is this why you were like, I should make uh, trading cards of these? 
Uh, that's part of it, yeah. Okay. Yeah, they do look very good together. That and because I have like five different album arts for Free Pod alone. <laughs> uh, yeah. Because it's just really easy to make them for that show. <laughs> It, it's it much like uh, Power Rangers. It lends itself to making a lot of different ones because they change out a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Um, so I think that's it for all of the plugs. Uh, we'll be back next month for our anniversary, uh, where we will be covering Scoob. Uh, but like actually for real this yeah. time, <laughs> like an actual recap <laughs> as opposed to us just reacting to it. Mm-hmm. Um. But until then. They would have gotten away with it, too. If it weren't for us meddling kids. And their rotten dog, too. Seven, 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 seven.